Sounds good for me. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to uh, another edition uh, of the GPG podcast on our new, I think, gents, our, our kind of new slot. I think we've kind kind of agreed going forward we're going to return to to our Sunday evening slot slightly earlier than than we originally used to go, mainly because of me. To be honest, um, these shows can obviously go on for a couple of hours, so I thought. You know, if we start a little earlier, it means I can finish a little earlier. And to be honest, it means that I'm not keeping the messes up because she's she's one that likes a, an early night. So uh, an, an earlier finish is a little little better for me. But thank you all for, for joining. Anyone that's in the chat so far can see um, we've got Misuko in there. Tugo Ngulu was in there. Um, Boxenberger was in there first as well. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for, for joining. Um, could we do something a little bit... Well, well, actually, we're not doing something a little bit different, but things may look... Uh, a little bit different to tonight. Uh, we've tried to use some of our existing graphics, but um, uh, for those who uh, attended our test on Friday, and thank you very much for anyone that attended, especially yourself, Pucks. Um, we have switched over to OBS from from Streamyard for for tonight's show. Uh, we're going to see how this goes. Um, admittedly, I'm a little scared. Um, the first time I've personally used this, I know we've used it in the past, but it's the first time I've I've used it. So, um, chat, please let me know. How the audio is, uh, particularly the volumes between myself, uh, Luke, and Pucks, uh, and also let me know how how things are. Let let me know if you think it's a uh, if it's better, if the quality's better, um, th- things like that. Um, that that would be that would be wonderful. But to kick things off, um, actually, we don't have any video, so we don't have Luke's beautiful face on show for tonight. Uh, but we do have the sultry tones of Mister Luke Steele. Uh, welcome to the show, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, no, no video today. Uh, no. One day again, um, but yeah, no, very well. Uh, it's been uh, quite a lot of gaming recently, which has been nice actually. Um, I, there's just so much like coming out at the moment, uh, and so many like announcements and trailers and streams, and yeah, there's a lot. So it's it's quite a good time to be a gamer, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and we'll hopefully have your beautiful face on show again in the future, mate. Um, Pucks did help me yeah. uh, do a little bit of testing on Friday where we can maybe get some Discord video in. Um, to be frank, I just wanted to get this show out the way on OBS first, and then maybe I'll experiment with video if this goes smoothly. So hopefully we'll be able to get some video back back on the show. But we do also have Pucks join us this evening. Puxley, how are you doing, my friend? Yes, good evening all. I'm very well, thank you. Um yeah, I'm doing good. I've managed to put some hours into some gaming. I say the Scorn video playing right now is my first ever Twitch stream so that I could actually kind of easily capture it from Xbox, which uh, annoyingly, uh, I didn't realise in Twitch actually you had to act, uh, tick a box to say, please keep my video for 14 days before deleting <laughs> it. So I, ended up, I did about an hour and an hour's worth beforehand, realised that I made the mistake, so then I started the new game and that's what you're seeing now. So... <laughs> So I kind of play this beginning bit kind of like I'm a new player, just so that it's, I guess, slower and so that people maybe not seeing the game for the first time can, I don't know, just kind of experience it a bit from the beginning rather than uh, having me rush through it, if you get what I mean. But apart from that, no, I'm very good. Thank you. I mean, also, my wife's been playing a lot of Disney's Dreamlighter Valley uh, as well. So whenever I'm not playing, I usually watch her play that as well. So (laughs) it's an interesting combination in our household of what's going on i was gonna say you couldn't get two games on the on (laughs) further on the spectrum than scorn and disney's dreamlight adventure or whatever oh i know completely two two completely different parallels (laughs) yeah yeah uh, to be fair, um, this looks just completely disgusting, Pucks. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. It's uh... oh, it is. Yeah, I think you're going to see some. 
maybe from 10, 15 minutes from now, you'll maybe see something quite disgusting, but I'll, I won't spoil anything. You'll, you'll see it happen. So. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, look, I'll look forward to that. Um, yeah, to be fair, just a few moments ago, you kind of looked down and you could just see your own sort of skinless body. Um, yes. I... Which, yeah. That, uh... that gets weirder. You don't see it in this, unfortunately, but it does get weirder when you get a bit further in as well. It's... Oh, well, that's good. But again, know. I'm not going to spoil it, so you guys have to play it to find out. Yeah, well, uh, well, we've got uh, I think about an hour or so footage. So thanks for for capturing that, Pucks. Um, yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, apologies that you had to do it twice. We did have some uh, plague tale footage lined up, but um, I was conscious that maybe that could be a little bit more spoilery than than scorn. Um, obviously, there could be some spoilers in here, I guess, if if you are looking forward to uh, to to scorn. But uh, yeah, we we d- didn't want to spoil too much of a plague tale because I know a lot of people are very much. Um, look, looking forward to that. So, but we are coming off the back of what was an absolute bloody marathon of an episode last week, where we spent the entire two-hour show chatting about the CMA. Um, Luke, I don't know whether you'll be pleased about this, but I don't think we're going to be chatting about the CMA tonight. I don't know if you need another therapy session this week or whether last week was, no, was good enough. Not, not yet. Yeah, but <laughs> not soon. Yet. <laughs> soon. Yeah. Yeah. When there's more developments, yeah, there'll yeah. there'll there'll be more therapy. I think. Although I did find it funny that straight after the show last week, uh, I think Microsoft did put out like a yeah, really yeah, like a thirty-five a page short. response to the CMA. Came out about yeah. ten minutes before we ended. Um, but yeah, we're not going to uh, we're not going to be delving into into that today. I think what we'll do is uh, we'll just talk about some games, which feels like it's been a little while since since we've talked about just um, some games, what we've been playing. Uh, we've also got some, as Luke uh, mentioned earlier, had some streams this past week. I know a few things that Luke in particular is very, very uh, excited for. But um, before we get into to any of that, let's have a little chat about what we've been playing playing this week. And Pucks, obviously you were talking about Scorn there. Um, obviously it's your footage that we've got on, on show tonight. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about Scorn? How, how are you finding it so far, mate? Um, was it something you were looking forward to beforehand? um how, how are you feeling about it man? um that's an interesting way to phrase it so <laughs> i know when i saw the original trailers for this i was more intrigued by it again like you said it you kind of took the words out of my mouth earlier when you say it's just kind of very strange and disgusting and just creepy really and it's not something i've really seen much of before at least not in recent years it's kind of it's quite a rarity in its genre um and i have i currently have a love-hate relationship with it so for them and a lot of reviewers as well have said that there's only one act in the game where there's kind of a bit of combat um but obviously the the combat in the game is very flaky so and the the checkpoints in the game which are completely invisible to you don't know where they are it's it's just in the running in the background somewhere but i got to a point where i got quite far in running doing some combat sections maybe about midway through the game Got a tiny bit overrun at one point and died, and then realised I got put back about maybe twenty minutes worth of progress backwards, and I felt a bit discouraged at that point. Uh, so I put it down for that night, and then came back to it the next day, tried it again, was just going through it like normal, going through the same section, and then during a kind of a little animation thing on an enemy, I ended up uh, ended up getting locked into a wall. So like, you know, the character's collision kind of got stuck in a wall and then the game wouldn't let me walk out of it. And so I did that thing where you try to maybe quickly cancel that into the main menu, load back in. Hopefully you've been put back to, say, like the doorway beforehand or something. But 
Nope, it kept me right where I was, so I ended up having to refresh the save from the beginning of that act, uh, which meant that I probably lost about an hour's worth of progress, which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't that bad, but a game that's quite slow-moving, like Scorn, it's it can feel like a century worth to do it again. So <laughs> I was, I got to a point, I was like, oh, you know what, I'm going to give it a couple of days and then come back to it again. But it's strange, because I am enjoying it, despite what I've just said, but it, it's, it's a very weird game, because it's very atmospheric, which is really good. And I know in a lot of reviews as well, they've said that, well, a number of people kind of highlight it in that it feels like it was a game made by artists first, in that they've kind of developed this world that, visually looks absolutely fantastic as disgusting as it is but it fit like everything about that vibe is brilliant in my view like it's it's great in in that disgusting way but it's in there's a lot of elements where it kind of feels like the gameplay was tacked on afterwards rather than gameplay first that fits the aesthetic so it's a strange game to play it's very slow paced um and the other thing that i do find strange is there's never any prompts or tutorials for anything um, I know when you hit the start button, I think you might see me do that at one point where, you know, it automatically brings up a controller screen that tells you what the buttons are. Um, but at no point in the game does it tell you what things are if and when you pick them up or how to do anything. Um, I think it was through the start screen. I figured out that actually sprint was a thing. <laughs> so, oh, there you go. It's just a pivot <laughs> yeah, screen there. Yeah, just sprinted on that, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too like, oh, look, I've got a run button there. And so there's little things like that I found a bit quirky and strange. Um but despite that, if you haven't played this game yet, chat, I don't let that put you off. I would encourage you to give it a go. The first puzzle, which is kind of what you're watching on the screen right now, is something, again, depending on how, dare I say, how switched on you are or how explorative you are. Um, it can either, you'll either clock it very quickly what you have to do, or it might take you a long time. So I guess this video is kind of a spoiler for how you do the first puzzle if you're paying attention to it. Um, but the puzzles come out, come and go quite naturally in a good way like it doesn't just kind of tell you oh you've now got to do this puzzle you just kind of get to a point slowly throughout the kind of the beat of the gameplay where you you then figure out that oh okay i've got to figure out how to do this thing you kind of figure out what the puzzle is figure out how to solve it and then you execute on that if you get what i mean so it's quite it's really nice to play in that kind of natural progression but it sometimes it's the i don't want to say lack of help but it's the lack of maybe just a small pop-up to say that you can do this or this thing is available to you. So, but that's a very, very minor gripe and not anything I would say would put you off. But I think there's a lot of people out there who would be put off by that. And I think there's so many YouTube videos as well of how you solve the first puzzle, which is what this massive room is. I think so many people seem to get stuck by the fact that there's no prompt or help in any way. But uh, no, it, it's good fun. I definitely encourage you to try it if you haven't. Despite how you feel about it, Scott, in its disgusting way, I give it a go if you really fancy it, but I forgive you if you don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a game for me to be perfectly honest, Pox. And and you know that's obviously nothing against the game. It's just not my, um, not my style, shall, shall we say? And it's not even necessarily the gameplay. I mean, how would you describe? It? Is it a puzzle game then, Pox? Is is that the main gameplay loop of it? Is it is is it essentially I'm a puzzle both. game, or how, how would you how do you describe it? I'd probably call it a first person first person story puzzle game first. It, I wouldn't say it was like it's not like an action game. There's uh, and the combat that there is 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 slow paced in its own as well. Um 
which again, I won't say anything to spoil. You won't see that in the video either. But um, yeah, it's more so a puzzler story game rather than anything else drastic. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Luke, I'm interested to see what you think about this because I think maybe a couple shows ago, I think you mentioned that this is kind of your bag, or at least like aesthetically, it's your bag. But have you played it yet? Is this your kind of thing, gameplay wise, or, or have you tried it? Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I was always quite into it because I followed it when it was announced back in like 2014. I saw it at the time, uh, so I've, I've been there for like eight years. Um, on it. I've played it, I think that one also, I've got, got a hassy, this, this, this kind of giant, and this whole thing is like, 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 like one, one big puzzle. puzzle. Yeah. You do you very, very, very many puzzles, puzzles to basically open it all effectively. Um, so uh, I, I've done it, and um, yeah, I think it's an interest. Like it's interesting um, the way it plays. It's definitely a puzzle game. That that's what it is. Um, obviously, I've not touched the. I've not got to the combat yet, but I've seen some videos. It's clear it's not a combat game at all. Yeah. Um, it's not uh, by all accounts. Pokes, maybe you can correct me, but it's actually pretty shit at combat. So, oh, um, it's it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so it's surprising they they really put it in because it's not the focus of the game, and then they've apparently put it in some moments that are not great. But anyway, I'll I'll probably get to those. And um, but yeah, I played it for an hour. Um, and uh, yeah, I quite like that it's not. Well, I have mixed feelings about the fact that it doesn't guide you because on one hand, I really like that because too many games guide you in too many ways these days. Yeah. Uh, makes, it I kind of makes the fun, of, the fun of exploration and figuring things out. It kind of um, gets rid of that. It's one of the reasons I love like um, Outer Wilds, for example, because it just mm. doesn't guide you at all, really. Um, and it's up to you to try and figure stuff out. And that's great. Um, on the one hand, um, there's, there's the, only, the real issue I have with this game is uh and it's simultaneously a, a positive but the art style i love because it's it's just hr gaga right that's clearly the inspiration it's he, you know he could have drawn it himself effectively um but the way they use light is really weird in this game because um they have a lot of because the environments are so samey and they don't have much variation that's absolutely fine there's not a problem with it however Obviously, in games, like you use light to dictate to the player something of importance or where you're supposed to go next or something like that. And there's a lot of areas in this game where they use light to focus on something that is purely environmental. It's nothing to do with what you're supposed to do. So it ends up being, I don't know, Pucks, if you found it, but you're like, oh, that catches my eye because of the light. And then you go to it and it's nothing, right? Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, okay, well, wh where do I go? So on the like, it's fine to be not, you know, to ha not um, really fully explain what what's going on. I don't really mind that, um, or to even explain mechanics because I think that's a cool idea as well. But they they haven't really thought about, or it doesn't seem like they've thought about, you know, the impact that lighting this game would have on players and and directionality and trying to signpost people in a in a subtle way. It doesn't really work. But when it, when it does work, and when you do know where you're going, um, which, oh, this puzzle, by the way, on screen, it, this took me like 20 minutes to figure this out. I think it's gone <laughs> yeah. now, actually. I might be a bit... No, no, you're still on it. You're still on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is kind of this part me, one of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this took me about 20 minutes to figure out this puzzle. Uh, it's very annoying. Um, and in fact, you think you've got it, like, 
quite quickly and then you don't so uh you go on and then it takes another 20 minutes um but yeah i quite i quite liked it like i like what i read um it's not like amazing or anything it's, it's not it's, it's not game of the year is it but no it, no no it's an but enjoyable it's like, game if it's, if it's your kind of thing <laughs> yeah and i wouldn't even call it fun necessarily i just think it's engaging you know what i mean like it's intriguing yeah, like it, it draws you in because of how yeah. weird it is yeah exactly it's a bit like mist if it was disgusting right that's that's the way i describe it it's like you know it's it, it makes your brain work and you know it's got an interesting visual style and you kind of push on somewhat to see what the hell is going on because obviously it doesn't tell you any of that it has an intro cutscene which suggests that some things that are happening but you don't really know um so yeah i, I don't want to be i don't want to lavish loads of praise on it because it, you know it's not i've only played an hour um and i don't want to be too critical because i've only played an hour but um it's an interesting game yeah i guess interesting is is maybe one way to point. And I think you touch on something um, that sometimes I often struggle with, Luke, with these types of games, which is kind of um, it almost getting you in the right mindset for what type of game it is. Um, yeah. In, in, I guess in those early stages, just trying to help you understand, okay, this is what you should be doing. Or this is how you should be approaching things. And this is how you should be um, looking. Because I think often um, what I find with, sometimes puzzle games in general is just getting over that very first hurdle can be a little bit tricky and then once you're over that hurdle kind of the rest of the game kind of makes sense you kind of know what you're looking looking for and i think um what i've seen from a lot of people i guess just the general discourse around the game online is uh, a lot of people seem to kind of didn't really understand what this game was um which i found a little odd a lot of people seem to go into it expecting almost like a first-person shooter rather than what is essentially yeah. a, a puzzle game, which I don't know why, because everything that they've shown has sort of, I guess, given at least given me the, the correct impression as to what type of game it was. I've never once expected it to be a shooter or any or anything like that. I suppose the one thing that, did, that didn't help, in my view, is when I think when the some of the later trailers came out, when it kind of got a bit more public attention, was when you saw the videos of like you know the characters kind of holding like this weird gun that's alive and it kind of comes apart in two and then there's a weird like technical things that come out and then he kind of puts it back together yeah. again and it kind of, it looks like a weapon right in the context of the world so i can appreciate why people may especially if you haven't followed the game if you only base it off of one trailer and that's it i can see maybe why you mistake it but then at the same time in those trailers it's not like you see someone shoot like it doesn't shoot like a like a machine gun's worth of bullets at things. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it is a weird one. And I think um, and Luke, you may have found this already. And I, I need to not play it for too long. But um, yeah, like at no point, there's no like cutscenes or anything, or at least not either, not, not even that I've come across. No, um, that kind of describe what's even the point of it all. It just feels like the point, or the, the fact that there's no point to it really. It's just it's just this dead world and some ancient technology you've kind of been frosted into out of nowhere and you're just kind of working your way through it really there's no real yeah. like you know not saving the princess or no bullshit like that it's solely <laughs> you're <laughs> you've been mm. i don't want to say brought alive but you've kind of awakened for some for some reason and you're just kind of working your way through what the bloody hell you've got in front of you and that's kind of as simple as that there's no yeah there's no cut scenes there's no voice acting stuff going on there's no weird 
mystical creatures. It's just soul, solely darkness and dread and evil. <laughs> I think it's not a bad way to describe it, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh and again, I quite, I quite like that to an extent. Like it's mysterious. Um, you know, you're just, I mean, you're basically just trying to go somewhere. That's like, that's like the plot. Um, at least from the start. Um, so yeah, I, I I think people should try it. Um, I suspect like eighty percent of people will fucking hate it. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I agree. I agree. Twenty percent like will be like, yeah, I, I'm kind of into that. You know, like it's one of those like very specific kind of individual games that most people will dislike, but some will really like. Yeah, I'm glad it exists. I think, um, not not I think I am yeah. glad it exists, but it almost does feel like a game that I guess I don't I don't mean for this to sound bad, but it almost feels like a game that shouldn't. Like I, this is to me kind of a weird yeah. um, game. That the fact that this got greenlit in in any way is almost a little a little strange to me because as you say, Luca, uh, you you would expect the vast majority of people players to maybe uh, dislike it or, or or even or even worse. But it's I, I am glad that this this type of game exists because um, I think Pux, you kind of touched on it earlier. It's it's almost like a uh, the art came first. It's less of a game. It's more about the atmosphere. It's more more about kind of the world that they've crafted. More, more than any, anything else and um not to kind of make it just about game pass but i kind of think this is a game that would or does benefit from being in game pass because it allows people to maybe that 20 percent look that, that that you were talking about i think a lot of them maybe wouldn't try it because of maybe they're not yeah. too keen on the aesthetic or anything like that but because yeah. obviously it exists in game pass this and that maybe they can give it a try and hopefully um, they'll 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 end up enjoying. Maybe I'll give it a try. I have heard it's pretty short. I don't think it's too long. Yeah. Maybe what, yeah, I five think it's about hours seven hours. Seven. Apparently, yeah, mm. yeah. Which which isn't. I think it depends on how quickly you do the puzzles. Really, that's kind of that seems to be where the <laughs> yeah. hours estimate comes yeah. from. <laughs> based on my based on my current experience, I'm expecting it to be at least twenty five hours oh, okay. uh, for me to, <laughs> to, to to figure out some of these fucking puzzles. Um, no, it's not. It's not that difficult to be fair. It's just this. Just this one. Uh, I'm glad at least Pucks is still, still doing it now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know that it took you long as well because I'm like, I, I'm like, I was sat there like, for God's sake, I'm a lawyer. I should be able to do this damn puzzle. Um, but yeah, it's quite difficult. Can, can I ask what is going on on screen at the moment? What what exactly are, yeah. are you doing? Are you rearranging these? It's a bit small on my yeah. screen, admittedly, but it just looks like yeah. you're kind of so, rearranging you, some eggs can, can or you something. St- yeah. Can you see the one that looks like it's got two little kind of yellowy eyes on it on the yes. one i'm about to the one i'm grabbing now um yeah so you're moving that onto the kind of the light bulb thing in the top left yeah. right oh, oh okay okay yeah and again you're not told this it's just something you kind of figured out and you go okay there's i moved one yellow thing and then that the, the claw thing grabbed it and did something yeah, and it's yeah. like okay you notice there's a second one so you just kind of then start to rearrange it and there you go I've, I've just there we go i've completed it now so <laughs> you eventually finally get it there and then this is where it starts going. That's when you kind of realize it 
the weirdness kind of begins shortly, I guess. Yeah. Well, we're about <laughs> 30 minutes into the show and you've just completed that. So you and Luke are probably about <laughs> the same length of about time on, on, the, on this puzzle then, at <laughs> least. So yeah, it's, it's not it's not just you, Luke. Um, I suspect I would struggle with, <laughs> with this quite a lot, actually. But I've, I, I've seen it now, so I'll go and complete it in five minutes and yeah. bask in my, <laughs> my intelligence. So... <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but are you looking forward to playing more pucks? Is it... Is it a game you're going to go I back am, to? Yeah, and, no, and I'm kind of, yeah, especially when it comes to critically going back to the combat stuff. I did see a few clips on YouTube the other um, the other day, and people were saying about how there are certain, something about there apparently being certain cues in the game where you're kind of meant to learn that actually if you if you don't engage with the creatures that kind of try to attack you and you kind of run away, that they're actually following their own path, and then eventually they'll kind of like go away, kind of thing. And apparently you can avoid shooting most or you know trying to just kill most things entirely apparently i'm yet to go back and try it but i will do soon but um outside of those kind of niggles i have with on that side of things yeah i am i'm looking forward to jumping in and again as you say because it's a relatively short game anyway puzzles pending uh I, you know i kind of feel like I'm, I'm i'm enough into it now that i might as well give it a bit more of my attention and finish it like i'd like to say that i've completed it I suppose the only other thing to add for anyone who is uh, an achievement hunter by any kind of stretch, I think the in that first puzzle or like to come still on this on the video, there are there's a technically one missable achievement, and you basically have to replay the game again, do this beginning sequence, and then you kind of select a different option. That's all I'll say. But uh, yeah, if you like achievements, you kind of have to play the first bit of this game twice. But I think outside of that, most others are just story related, and that's about it. Yeah, maybe want to keep an eye on for, yeah. uh, for for those who use Microsoft Rewards. You get those weeks where you need to get at least three achievements in a week. So maybe it's a game I'll save for one of those weeks when I'm struggling for for achieves. So um, wonderful. Uh, we've got a few more people in chat. Actually, I just want to want to give a, a a little bit of a shout. I can see BMG's dropped by. He's been ditched by his uh, his son, who I believe it's his birthday today. So happy birthday uh, to to his son BMG. But obviously, he is far too cool for for you, mate. Um, <laughs> I guess he's he's probably not playing Destiny. Um, let us know what what, what he's playing though, mate. But it does sound like BMG's been ditched. But it does mean you have the the chance to join us this evening, mate. So it's uh, it is a pleasure to have have you in the chat. Uh, we've also got um, I was going to say Luke. We got Luke there. Obviously, Luke's he, here with us. Mesuko Tuku and Gulu's in 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 there as well. Thank you all very much for for joining. Um, but yeah, speaking of of Luke, Luke, what have you been playing this week, mate? Uh, I've been playing quite a lot, really. Um, so, yeah, obviously Scorn uh, a bit. Um, Plagsdale Requiem as well, yep. uh, which I've played a couple couple of hours of, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about. <clears throat> um, Overwatch 2 still, you know, still uh, that's kind of a daily thing, I would say, at this point. Um, trying to think what else. Um, I'm really, really into um, a game called Vampire Survivors. At the I moment. did see you on that. Um, I've not heard of that though, actually. Yeah. So, uh, so I'd. So it's uh, for reference. This is on Game Pass. Um, so anybody, I, I think it's only on PC Game Pass. Though I could be wrong on that because I think it's a PC only game at the moment. Um, and I'd I'd heard about this for a few months because it was in early access essentially, and I saw it and I was like, oh okay. Um, but it didn't like when you see this game, and I'm gonna. 
say some things now and you're going to be like really and then like <laughs> you'll see the game and then you'll be like really um it but genuinely out of all the games that i'm playing at the moment that's the one that i can't put down like that's the one i keep coming back to just for like a you know 20 minutes 30 minutes sometimes um and i love it that much that i actually bought it on steam because it's it's only three pounds um and uh, so i could play it on the steam deck because it's the perfect oh game i've for, seen for this. this luke i've just googled it it's it, i've done the same yeah. it looks <laughs> yeah. really old I guess is one yes. way it describes yeah. aesthetic. It's kind of like a top-down. I did see this um, a while back. Dead on Steam. Yeah, I remember it getting it. I yeah. didn't realize it was a scam, but I do remember it like really um, uh, getting really popular. Um, it's is it kind yes. of like a, a twin stick shooter kind, kind it's of not, game almost? It's not even a twin stick. It's a single stick game. Okay, That's the only input you have is what is one stick or, or the blast keys if you're on on mouse but it has controller support as well so literally like on steroids <laughs> yeah literally the game is you um pick a character and each character has different abilities um to some extent like they have a different starting weapon and they might have a specific like buff or advantage and you're plonked on this kind of sprite map and your character auto fires their weapon so you don't ah, even have to fire the okay. weapon Oh, right, okay. Um, so all you have to do is move, basically. And you look at that and that description, and it sounds like that's shit, right? Like, that's just not interesting at all. <laughs> it's one of the most addictive games I've ever played, like, genuinely, because the the basic premise is it's, it's effectively a, a roguelite. So you have a run in a level, and obviously, you're not trying to get anywhere in the level. All you're trying to do is kill as much as possible and survive for as long as possible. Um, so you're moving about, and then the enemies. Um, there are many different types of enemies, but they all they drop gems, which are very easily identifiable. And as you pick them up, you level up. So you, you know, the first five levels, you don't have to uh, get many gems. For example, to get those, but obviously that that amount increases as you as your levels go up. Um, and the gems, once you hit a level, the game kind of pauses almost, and it gives you a choice of three different buffs. And you can kind of choose, like for example, um, let's say your character has a, a a throwing knife as a weapon. There might be a buff to give you an extra throwing knife, so that when you auto fire, you throw two knives rather than one. And so on and so forth. And there are different kind of health buffs and, you know, armor buffs and, and all of that stuff. Yeah, there it is on yeah. the screen. So for the for the um, benefit of anyone watching, this is the game. <laughs> it yeah. looks... This is the game. Uh, it, it it looks busy. Is maybe Yes, well, this, this is the thing. So the, all those blue things are gems, by the way. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it... It starts off really rudimentary, so like you've got a few enemies on screen and, you know, you, you've not got much going on. As you level up, I mean, I got to level 30 um, yesterday on this map, um, which is, and this is representative of what it is at that level. It's just utter chaos. You are completely surrounded most of the time by like hundreds and hundreds of enemies. And there's lots of bats here, but there are like skeleton warriors and like um, kind of um, plant creatures and all sorts of other ghosts. Um, and, um, 
yeah, you, you're just kind of like, you're just trying to survive. And obviously, as I say, every time you level up, you get an extra buff that you can choose from. There are then like things in the level that you can pick up. So like there are sometimes health can drop, for example, because um, uh, otherwise you can't heal. Um, and that's it. I mean, that's like the game. And then outside of that, you can also pick up um, treasure chests in the level and uh, they give you money as well as buffs. And the money, when you go back to the main screen, you can use that money on a couple of things. So you can buy new characters. There's like a big roster of different characters that slowly unlock. So you can use your coins to buy them. Um, all of which are kind of like archetypes of, you know, this kind of era of of, of gaming almost. Um, and uh, you can also, there's like a, a screen for power up. And in that screen... There are lots of different buffs that you can apply permanently to your character so that obviously you can go on, start to go on a run where, you know, you've, you've spent a load of money in the background so that you're already pretty strong when you get into a level. Um, so, yeah, it's it's like fantastic. It's ridiculous. The music is amazing. Like the mu- just in this one level, the, the music in this is amazing. There are different levels that you unlock as well. So it's not just what you see on screen. Um, there's there's different bits and uh, um, the weapons also you can level them up and I haven't got to this point yet um, but uh, in, in a le- the, the weapons can evolve so they can like transform into different things if you level them up far enough and kind of like one of the nice things about the game is you don't know what those are so suddenly you'll be confronted with this like amazing transformation like a Pokemon-esque transformation of a weapon um, yeah, it's just I like I know it doesn't look like much on screen, but and I, I was exactly the same. I was like, really, this is what people are so excited about. <laughs> and then I played it, and I was like, I, I played one round and it lasted five minutes, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I kind of put it down, and I was like, you know, what? I'm going to play that again. Um, and now I'm a couple. I've like played a couple of hours. Um, so uh, yeah, it's all about like finding a different, you know, like building a character out in a, in a run and thinking about what you want to focus on, and some wield magic and others don't. Um, you can mix and match. Um, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, it's on Game Pass um, for PC. Uh, obviously, a, a potato can run it, um, as you can see. Uh, <laughs> although it does get it does get really intense towards the end. So I imagine some rigs might struggle CPU wise. Yeah, uh, when there's like lots of stuff going on, uh, but yeah, it's it's awesome. I'm gonna have it's to awesome. check this out. Look, to to be honest, um, it based on what you're saying uh, and just on those screenshots that 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 we saw, I, and I know obviously it's not a twin stick, but I'm kind of getting um, like Geometry Wars vibes, where kind of yes. Geometry Wars is very yeah. much about just as much the survival. Um, and avoiding things uh, just as much as it is actually the the, the shooting element. Uh, and I remember playing mm. Geometry Wars so, so much when the 360 launched. I think it was a 360 because it came bundled with um, yeah, it was. PGR3 uh, or maybe 4, which, which yeah. had one on the 360. Yeah, um, and I remember um, absolutely loving that game. I've gone back to it a few times. I'm getting kind of Geometry Wars vibes from from this and from from what you've said so i might have to check that out uh, yeah actually because um that does sound like a game especially if you maybe just once something to play for 10 minutes you can just go and do yeah. a do a run or two um and, and then jump back so uh, exactly yeah that, 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 that that's great. really cool yeah but <laughs> obviously the aesthetic when you look at it is kind of like what really the, 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 this is it yeah. but i guess it goes to show you know it's not always just about how it looks and um, no, 3D uh, graphics it, and stuff. It does, it's how games play and feel. 
Yep, it does the most. Yeah, it just does the most important thing, which is is it's just really fun. Like yeah. it's just really fun to play, and like the art style is awesome. You know, like it's deliberately retro, but it's really you know cool looking and basic in that way. And uh, the music is appropriate to how it looks. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's really good. So I would I would highly recommend. Definitely. Um, I do want to just um, uh, give a quick shout out. We have got the Indie Gamer in, in the chat. So Indie, well, welcome to the show, mate. Um, I do want to say a big, big, big thank you to, to Indie because he's been unbelievably helpful uh, this past week and helped me get to grips with, with OBS. Um, if it wasn't for Indie, we probably would still be on the, the basic free version of, of StreamYard with massive logos in, in the top right hand corner uh, and and things like that so Indy thank you very much mate appreciate all the help that you that you gave me this past week uh, I know he's feeling a little bit under the weather as well so Indy hopefully you're feeling uh, a little bit better to, today mate and uh, I'm sure we'll have to have you on the show um, sometime in in the future mate so um, yeah well I've been playing um, a lot of uh, Plague Tale the, this this past week um, I know you've played a little bit uh, as well uh, Luke, have have you managed to touch it yourself, Luke? Uh, Bucks? No, I've not touched Plague at all yet. I'm afraid. Have you it played the first I will be one? jumping onto. Yes, I did. Yes. Did you enjoy the first one? Yeah, I did. I got. I didn't actually end up finishing it in the end. Um, I got most of the way through. It's one of those ones I kind of put down. Other stuff was going on, and I just never kind of had the opportunity to pick it back up. And then before I knew it, I'd just forgotten about the game really, but yeah. I really did enjoy it. When I, it was actually one of those ones. It's actually one of the first games I played when I built my PC way back in, I think, 2019, when I signed up to PC Game Pass. And it was one of those ones where I'd never heard of it before, didn't remember seeing any trailers for it, and I thought, well, sod it, it's on Game Pass, I'll give it a go. And I fell in love with it actually. The first game, I really enjoyed it, <laughs> quite surprisingly, because um, I didn't know I didn't know what kind of game it was at all, but something about it just really gripped me. Um, so the the news of a sequel looked really fascinating, but again, I've other stuff going on and playing some score, and I just just haven't got around to booting it up yet. But it's definitely something I'll be chasing, uh, jumping on very soon. Yeah, I would definitely recommend finishing the first game if you if you get a chance, pucks. Um, it's not that long, so if you if you put some significant time in, then I imagine you're not too far from the end. But I definitely yeah. recommend if you do plan on jumping in, maybe finishing uh finishing the the first game but i've been really really enjoying what what i've played so far um i really enjoyed the first game and this is kind of just a a step up almost in in every way in in my opinion from 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 that first game uh look i think you said you were maybe a few hours into the game so far maybe two two or three hours How, how have you found it so far mate yeah i mean i i totally agree i mean it's uh it's a kind of um it's what a sequel uh, from the couple of hours that I played of it. It's it's kind of what a sequel should be, which is, you know, the the first game, but bigger and better and more expansive yeah. and you know more beautiful and and that sort of thing. Like that's that's what it should be. Um, and uh, yeah, I like. I think it's just an awesome. So what I've played so far, it's it's really good. Uh, it's you know, I it's not gonna. I don't think if you didn't like the first one, I don't think you'll like this because yeah, it's it's much of the same in terms of mechanics. You know, a lot of stealth. Um, obviously, it's not really a combat game as such. Um, so you know, you probably won't enjoy this. But if you did enjoy the first game, like I did, then this is kind of an expanded version of that, and it gives me sort of I don't know the bits of it so far. Like I think. It's, it feels like they took inspiration from like things like Uncharted for this, and I don't mean in terms of like movement or anything like that, but 
like that kind of globe trotting you know kind of uh big moments happening or the like a cinematic type blockbustery yeah. feel you know that's that's kind of what the feeling i get from it uh i think already in the first couple of hours there are moments like that um and uh yeah i mean you know it's uh it's a really good looking game as well it's, i've got lots um, of envy <laughs> because you're playing it on your beefed up pc uh yeah so I am yeah. very jealous. That was one of the kind of the, the, the talking points this past week was the whole 30 FPS argument. So, but yes, yeah, unbelievably pretty, um, even yeah. on even on the Series S and X, which I've played it on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I the only the only thing was I did the wrong thing because I play <laughs> I played it on PC first, and then oh, I was okay. like, oh, I can transfer. I like you can play cross cross save basically. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was like, I was in the room, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just um, I've already I'd already preloaded it like ages ago on the Series A. So I was like, I'll I'll play, and it was only maybe an hour after I'd stopped playing it initially on PC, and then I was like, oh man. This is like like a bit of a come down from the beat. Yeah. because obviously like the, it's it's thirty fps. I don't necessarily like I'm not sixty fps or die, which might surprise people considering I mostly game on PC. But like I, d- I don't necessarily mind where something is pushing balls like this game is. Yes. Um. So that wasn't too big of a deal, but the the reduction in image quality is quite significant to at least what I was playing as against. Ah. So okay. Yeah. It, I thought yeah, it would have been the frame really, rate that like, would have impacted you impacted no, the most no. because it looks beautiful on a Series X as well. So if yes, you're, if you're it, seeing it's it a noticeable great. come down from what you're seeing, then I think that's testament to yeah. uh, the, the quality of the visuals yeah. on PC. Yes, yeah, it, look, it, look, it looks great. Um, and yeah, you, you know, um, I'm on a 3080 at the minute, but you get the 60 FPS maxed out. Um, you need to use DLSS, obviously um because it's really demanding natively as many games are now um but uh it looks it looks wonderful like it's a really impressive game visually definitely sort of top five i'd say that i've played this gen visually um, what are your other four not number one. Oh god um i don't know <laughs> um what, 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 what are um, the contenders the well number one the like the the number one game this gen um which is actually a cross-gen game, um, is Horizon Forbidden West visually um, on PlayStation 5 because that game is quite amazing um, and the Decima engine is amazing. So that one, um, Forza Horizon yeah. is 5 is is also up there. That would be in the top 5. Um, Ratchet and Clank, obviously. I mean, it's just looks like a CG movie, basically. Um, this... Uh, and then probably one more, but I can't remember Last of Us. what that might be. Yes, yeah, probably, probably the Last of Us Part One, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. probably. It is, probably it is up, a, up, up there for sure. A stunning game. I did tweet about it because I have played this across um, the Series S, the Series X, and on my laptop. Uh, my laptop's not quite as beefy as your your PC, uh, unfortunately, Luke. Um, but I. One one thing I, that was noticeable, less the visuals because I was only running it at say medium, um on on PC, yeah. um but more the the frame rate I was getting sort of north of sixty, so between sixty and ninety on on my laptop, and going from sixty to ninety VRR 
down to 30, it was quite noticeable. Yeah. But on the Series S, actually, because I play my Series S on a VRR monitor, uh, you can enable the, or it does enable the 40 FPS mod, which is a little bit smoother as well. So it's actually yeah, been enough. a little bit yeah. smoother for me on, on the Series S compared to the Series X. But um, I think when it comes to the visuals, um, oh, sorry, the, the frame rate, because it is a slower paced game generally, you can get away with it a bit, a bit more. But going to going on to one of the points that you made, look, and we'll keep this uh, as spoiler-free as physically possible. But they do give Amicia a few more tools um, this yeah. time. This time around, I'm not entirely sure exactly where you're up to, Luke. So I, I don't don't want to say um, exactly, but there is a little bit more that 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 you can do. Um, the, this time around was actually one of the big improvements. I, I think I think that that, that the game has. Um, yeah, so the the when you're in some of those moments, the the frame rate can be not not an issue, but you do feel it a bit more because obviously the frame rate is kind of more how the game feels as much as as much as any anything else. But I'm about let's say seven or eight hours in at this point. I think I'm on chapter eight at the moment, and I've just I've enjoyed every minute I've I've played so far. Um, as you said, Luke, it's kind of bigger and better almost in 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 every way. In fact, I can't think of a way that it's maybe not. Uh, better than than the mm-hmm. first um really really enjoy the obviously apart from the looks the, the music again is fantastic all the music uh, yeah, the first yeah. one was awesome um i really like the voice acting again i really but i really enjoyed that in the in the first game i think uh particularly the actress who plays amicia uh is is very yeah. good um uh the sort of the character development from amicia from the first game to the to the second game as well um <laughs> you, you can see she's been through some shit is kind of all, all all I'll say. So it's interesting mm. to see how she's developed between between those games, and you've got the dynamic between her and Hugo, which which is which is good as well. So overall, I'm just really really enjoying the game. It's probably sort of like, dare I say it, my favorite game I've played so far this year. Obviously, I want to see how the story pans out because uh, Pox, you didn't finish the first one, but the, the first one kind of is a bit batshit crazy, particularly towards the end. Um, yeah. I won't say any any more than that. So I'm curious as to where this one goes um, from from that perspective. But yeah, really, really enjoying it, enjoying it so far. And uh, I'll probably try to get that finished this uh, this next week if if I can. I don't know how long it is. Luke, do you know roughly how how long it's supposed to be? Uh, I think I'd read somewhere it was about twelve hours, something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I'm probably halfway ish. I mean, the first game was about that as well, yeah. wasn't it? Sort of the ten to twelve hour yeah. mark, which, in my opinion, is actually just uh, is a perfect length for for this type of type of game. Yeah. Because yeah. um, uh, I am looking at my backlog at the moment, and I've decided I'm going to play Persona Five next, uh, and that's probably about oh. 120 hours yeah, apparently so easily. yeah i've got got that got that to look forward to but overall yeah really really uh and enjoying it um books do you happen to have any sort of questions out of interest for not to put you on spot or anything mate but but for me a look about a plague tale requiem that we can maybe answer without without spawning things too much I, you know what i don't think so i think the only big question i do have is mainly for luke to say uh are you playing? Are you playing the game on your new beefy four forty ninety? Uh, no, no, I'm uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for free parts to arrive, and then I can build. You, your forty ninety's um, arrived so, though, hasn't it? Look, you were saying. Yes, I, yeah, I have that. It's oh, we should have had cams on. Ah, oh, we should have cams on. You could have shown, showed it off and let the world see. I know. 
let, let the world see if I can lift it. Um, <laughs> is, it a monster? Is, it, is it actually a monster as big as what the internet tells me it is? Is it massive? Yeah, it's it's absolutely massive. Yeah, I posted. I did post a picture on Twitter um, of it laying in its wrapping next to a Nintendo Switch. If you want to get some semblance of scale, although that that picture only gives you a semblance of scale as to length, how long it is. What you don't see is that you actually you don't you probably need to stack like four and a half switches on each other to get the uh, the width of wow. it as well. Okay. Holy shit! So Jesus, it's 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 absolutely enormous. Like it's it's huge, and uh, not only is it huge, but when you open the box, at least for this one, um, you're greeted alongside the graphics card with an anti sag bracket. Um, just to emphasize the fact that this needs to some extra support, basically, because otherwise it will just destroy your PCIe slot in your in your motherboard because it's so heavy. Um, but yeah, I'm, wait- I'm waiting on um, my motherboard um, processor and um, my case, actually. Uh, what, so what's the that. processor you get in then? I'm kind of quite intrigued in this, not to derail the uh, <laughs> the original question. Right. No, it's no, it looks it's a desperate gaming, for it's a, this it's better than the same uh, yeah, I know. This is a PCMR section. Um, <laughs> so we haven't had one of those for weeks. So uh, I'm getting the uh, the 13900K, so the newest top-line Intel i9. Nice. Um, so, yeah. That water-cooled, um, I assume. You're water-cooling that, that bad boy. Uh, yes, yes. I have um, uh, NZXT Kraken all in Oh, one. wow. Cool. Um so that actually came the other day as well. So yeah, but full full specs for disclosure, as everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, that processor, um, forty ninety uh, motherboard. I won't go into because it's a motherboard, but it's, it's a good motherboard. Um, I've got thirty two gigs of DDR five RAM running at fifty six hundred megahertz. Um, uh two ssds so nvme um about three terabytes total um and then i have to have to get a, a, a three terabyte nvme did i just hear no i've got two nvmes one one terabyte and oh one, sorry two terabyte okay um Makes yeah sense. <laughs> so um but uh yeah so those and uh yeah then a thousand watt power supply nice are you um, reusing any parts because... from your existing Rig. Nope, no, nope, this is a Just brand, a brand, brand, new, new, brand rig. new entirely. Yeah, this nice. is a brand completely brand new rig. My wife is having my rig. Um so uh she will use that to play Overwatch 2 and probably nothing else. Yeah. I uh, mean to, to be fair, it. that that's fully deserved considering I believe she was the one that secured you the the, the forty nine. That's correct. Uh, yeah, at, so at if anything well. else. Yeah, so that's that's her payment uh, really. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But yeah, it's um, yeah. I just I just thought that like there's no there's no point getting a forty ninety if you're not gonna really go for it. I think yeah. if you're putting it in a rig where you know your CPU is a couple of years old, then that CPU is still like amazing, but it's gonna bottleneck the the GPU even more than than you know something brand new would. And obviously, Intel have just literally just released you new know, CPUs, and I consider a Ryzen as well, um, but I. I Tend to stick with Intel and Nvidia, so I just uh, yeah double down on that. So, but yeah, I think the new Intel one goes up to five point eight gigahertz uh, in terms of kind of uh, boost clock, which is just like insane now. Like, I mean, the, the speed of some of this stuff's amazing. So, I'm really excited. So, I, 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 to be honest, I, I was like, I didn't really want to play 
Plague Tale because I was like, ah, you know, I'll just wait <laughs> and then I'll like, I'll see what it is. But in other way, I'm kind of glad that I did because I'll be able to kind of immediately tell, okay, well, I know exactly how I can run this on on my old rig and what can this yeah. this one give me. But um, I've seen some people getting like, uh, you know, Scott, like the you know the the town area early in the game uh, yes. that you go to, like that's pretty demanding. It's one of the most demanding areas in the early game. Yeah. And I've seen people like on DLSS3 on a 4090 getting like 120 frames in that area, which is just like, you know, amazing. Yeah. So, have you got um, to the night? Oh, have you got to something happens and then you walking at night is kind of the only way I yes. can describe it. Have you got to yeah, that yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah, beautiful scene. Um, for for yes. some reason, my laptop really struggled with that part like it, it dipped to like yeah, the quite... mid 30s on, on that while normally it's kind of between 60 and 90 i don't know why obviously it's kind of in the town uh i don't know if it's something to do with the lighting with it being yeah. moonlight rather i don't know uh, i'm not going to pretend to know an awful lot about that but uh, yeah really struggled it, it did with that dip bit. on mine as well yeah so i don't know what's going on that uh but it, it did dip. surprisingly the thing that didn't dip which i thought would dip um is uh, the rats? Yeah, like I, I, I was sure when when they were introduced, and I mean, oh, by the way, that that's super impressive. Like what they're yeah. doing with those now, like the the amount. Obviously, it was impressive in the first one, um, but I think is it three hundred thousand they can concurrently display now, or something like that. It, it's something 000? silly based on what I've seen. Like the, the, yeah. there's some scenes that are, I think a little bit further on the way you're at the moment, where I was just like, yeah. holy shit. Like you're in these massive yeah. kind of open areas and they're just everywhere. Um, yeah, it's it is yeah. super impressive. Yeah, but but you're right. I was surprised. I was expecting it to maybe tank a little bit, but yeah, it it managed to yeah. um handle that Hold fine. Yeah, but just yeah. certain scenes, particularly at, at night, that that it, that it struggled. So um, yeah, yeah, it's it, a deservedly demanding game though. Yes, um, because it is. It is it, like. I don't want to spend too long on it, obviously, but like texture quality in that game is unbelievably good. Yeah. Like it's kind of Decimer Engines level, which is like anybody who's played Death Stranding or Horizon, like textures are generally some of the best looking things in that game. So yeah, um, yeah it's it's really good. It's really, really good. Yeah. And you know, Asobo aren't a huge studio either it's uh, it's not again that like they yeah. had a budget that was anywhere near something like um horizon or you know the last no, or anything so um i think it's a lot of credit for for what they've for what they've managed managed to achieve and yeah i'm really looking forward to to playing it uh, a fair bit one last question on the pcmr section though look how much is it killing you right yeah. now seeing that 4090 sitting right next to you yeah. and not not utilizing yeah, it's, it's... I don't well it's it's pretty hard I'm not gonna lie um but yeah it, it was hard to take it out and then and then kind of wrap it back up yeah put it back in the box but it's in it's in a huge box with all my other parts and I just kind of like go in and I'm like oh you know memories yeah I, I mean it's just these. it's in a huge box just anyway isn't it it's yeah just anyway yeah thing, so. yeah just, it's just in a massive box as it is so uh yeah it's it's ginormous I will I'll try and get some um Maybe you know next depends on when the parts come in, but if we're if we're um, on camera uh, next Sunday, I'll uh, I'll hopefully have access to it so I can I can show you just how big it is yeah. on the screen because it's ridiculous. 
Yeah, and um, I don't know if you've seen a lot of the Intel stuff that came out this past week. Because obviously, the it is the Raptor Lake generation, I believe. Uh, this That's generation, right, yeah. uh, the, the reviews kind of came out, and um, they've kind of smoked in AMD in kind of everything. Almost, it seems like even in the yeah. lower end of the value and productivity of gaming and everything, it seems like they've kind of um, really hit out the park with this this time around, which. Um, I guess that's the benefit of competition in in that space, isn't it? Re- really, so uh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, absolutely. Yeah, they've they've you know they've done they've done what they needed to do, really. So I mean, AMD were the probably in a way they still are the the leader you now in the CPU space, at least amongst enthusiasts, because they just offer great you know super uh, super great processors across the entire range, um, but at really good prices, which is the main thing. Intel were always you know yeah bad at um but raptor lake you know it's still expensive right i mean if you're getting a 30 uh, 30 900k like that's an expensive processor but actually relative to amd it's about right so whereas before intel would have charged you know more than whatever amd's yeah. top line offering was so yeah i think um from from what i've seen at the at the high end the kind of comparable cpus i think the Intel's not on the yeah. kind of betters the AMD counterpart while also being slightly cheaper at the same time, which is uh, obviously a little bit of a switcheroo, I think, in in, in that space mm. compared to, to years gone by. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to seeing... I say I'm looking forward to it. I'm just going to be filled with envy when you start posting screenshots <laughs> of whatever that bloody thing can produce as well. What game are you going to be playing first, yeah. mate? Uh, is it going to be a Plague Tale? Um, Have you got any games lined up? Obviously, Cyberpunk seems I- to be one of the showcase games for DLS, uh, DLSS3. Yeah. I think, I think Playtale will probably be the first one because it's the one I'm playing right now, but the second one is definitely Cyberpunk to yeah. see how that, how that performs. I may even go for it and, and boot up Star Citizen and see what, <laughs> see, what <laughs> see if I can get like 60 for a change because you can't otherwise, but uh, I think actually a lot of the issues of that game process, uh, frame rate wise are because of servers, but anyway, so, but yeah, Cyberpunk is is like before Playtale was the number one I wanted to check out. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see how that. I'm also quite looking forward to trying out Forza Horizon Five as well. Um, to see uh, just kind of like standard boost what what that looks like. So yeah, we'll I, I will be posting pictures. Yeah, we'll have to look forward to to those screenshots. Uh, Indie Gamer says uh, Hollow Knight on the 4090 at 500 FPS. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the smoothest of the smooth game gameplay there. <laughs> so uh yeah, you'll need a new monitor uh at, at that rate if you're getting frame rates that high. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. But I think I think that concludes our PCMR section for, for this week. It's become a semi semi regular section. I'm sure we'll we'll <laughs> uh we'll come back to it in, in, in the future, in the not too distant future uh as well. But uh, shall we chat a little bit about some of the news that's uh that's came about this this past week, gents? Absolutely. Yeah. Where, where where would you like to start? Pucks. Luke's just had his PCMR mm-hmm. section. Is there, is there anything in particular yeah. this past week that's that's tickled your fancy that you'd like us to start with? I'm probably more excited for the Resident Evil stuff than I am the Silent Hill, only because I didn't play much of it when I was younger. Which I know I know Luke's really looking forward to it. So I suppose we can start with Resident Evil because I know we can all get a say in that. At least is my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll start there. So I, actually, Pucks, I didn't really check out that 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 stream. I did watch the Silent Hill stream, but the Resident Evil one I think was on 
later. It was after the, the Sand Hill stream and I wasn't too interested, mm. to be perfectly honest. So do you want to catch me up on, on what they on what they showed off? Yeah, I'm doing it sort of from the from memory now. So they showed a bit more footage for the Resident Evil Village DLC. Uh, Luke, chime in by the way if I'm forgetting anything. Yep. But um, and they also revealed, I say revealed, but they kind of showed off some more gameplay for adding third person mode to Resident Evil Village as well. Uh, and they also released a, a demo that anyone can download on, I believe, most platforms where the game's available uh, outside of Switch, of course, I believe. Uh, and I actually played the demo to give... Because I haven't actually got Village, believe it or not. As much as I like the Resident Evil series, oh. I just... I never... I I played the demo before the game was out. I really enjoyed it. I had all the intention of buying it. But then stuff going on at the time stopped me because I knew I wouldn't be able to put the time in. And then I was playing other stuff and never picked it up. So around with, with the Gold Edition coming out soon as well, I may well uh, pick up the game then and jump in properly. But uh, no, I'm, from what I played of it, I... I love the look of the game. Third person plays very nicely as well. Um, I, I have played the full game, I should say, but I had not mine around a friend's place. But um, yeah, it's really cool, really good fun in first person. It is less less scary and less eerie to play in third person, but I suppose if, you've, if you're into Resident Evil and you kind of just like that different aesthetic, and I like the reasoning behind why they said they revealed the third person mode about... Um, because it's kind of a nicer entry point for people that are kind of too scared to play it because they don't like the horror aspect. Whereas to be able to see the person you're controlling kind of takes some of the ease away. And even though I enjoyed playing in first person, especially Resident Evil 7, but playing it in third person, I, I immediately felt that sense of separation between yourself and the character, which was quite nice. Um, so if you just kind of want to have, dare I say, more of a casual playthrough rather than for the intense horror, whether you want to try and get out of it, then... Uh, Third person is definitely the way to go. Um, so in terms of village, I don't think I've missed much out, Scott. Uh, Luke, sorry, have I? Was there any other big no, details? I, I think that was yeah. No, I think that was it. So the you know more footage of the third person mode, um, confirmation of the release date, which I think we might have had already for the the DLC, which is Shadows of Rose. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's a mercenaries mode and you can get all of those things by buying the winter's expansion, uh, which is the separate, uh, purchasable thing within village. Mm. Um, so yes, I'm not really interested in mer mercenaries mode or anything, but I am really interested in the DLC cause I've played and finished and well, I love resident evil anyway, but yeah, no, the village, rose stuff looks and, really uh, good fun. Yeah. Yes, and uh, it's a continuation of of Village, uh, the Rose stuff. So it's not like a, you know, a side story or anything like that. It's kind of a, a a tiny, tiny little sequel in its own way. Yes, definitely. Uh, and I think the other thing they showed off as well was um, what they call it, um, Resident Evil Reverse or something, which is like the weird yes. kind of multiplayer mm. thing, multiplayer <laughs> thing. Yeah, that they've got. Yeah, that they've delayed a lot of times. Yeah, um, yeah. Is anyone excited for this, Luke? And, and Pox obviously is big fans of Resident Evil. I don't have that same affinity. I, the last Resident Evil game I played was Seven, and I quit after a couple of hours because I did. I wasn't really enjoying it. Um, so it's not really a, a franchise or a universe. I'm like too keen on but um I, I have seen not an awful lot of positivity for for reverse i don't think people seem uh, awfully keen on it i personally cannot give less of a shit about it personally <laughs> but uh, yeah. i mean i appreciate what they're doing like they're trying to expand the franchise which you know yeah it's fine but 
at least for me, maybe Luke, you feel the same way. It's just not quite the vibe Resident Evil is all about. Yeah. So it's almost like they're trying to turn it into I don't not a battle royale, would you call it? Almost like a team deathmatch type game. Um, yeah. Oh no, what's it? The um, like the, the Friday the Thirteenth type stuff, or oh, okay, Dead by yeah, Daylight. Yeah. It's like that kind of gameplay from what I can from what I understand. Luke, if you disagree, by all means, correct me. But uh, that's what I feel this kind of RE vs thing is all about. But no, I don't care for it personally. <laughs> I'm not interested in it yeah. at all. Yeah, I'm surprised that they're yeah. um, that they're still. Oh, well, obviously they're still going to come out with it, but um, obviously, I, th- I think there's been quite a bit of sort of almost negativity t- towards it since it was first revealed quite quite a long time ago now. If I remember from her correctly as well, it doesn't seem like people are particularly keen on it. But at the same time, it's probably not aimed at maybe people who are who already love the franchise. It's probably aimed at a different audience that maybe wouldn't typically check that out and like maybe that asymmetric multiplayer type game like Dead by Daylight and things like that. If it is that type of game, well, obviously I'm not, I'm not too sure. It seems to be all the rage mm. now. There's even a Dragon Ball asymmetric. Um, oh, really? Got <laughs> Dragon Ball the Breakers that, that's come out to not an awful lot of fanfare. It's probably fair, fair to say. So, so, you, so you, you yourself aren't a fan of that either as a, as a massive Dragon Ball fan? No, I, I've not tried it yet, to, to be honest. I do like those types of games. Really, really enjoyed Dead by Daylight um, and Friday the 13th. Um, Oh, is there another one? It, obviously, we just had Ghostbusters come out as well, which I think is that style of game, isn't it? If I remember, if I remember correctly, yeah. Um, which I think people seem to be enjoying from just from the bits and pieces I've seen. So yeah, I'm I'm a fan of of that type of game, but nothing I've seen of this makes it sort of stand out from from what I've seen so far, at least anyway. Mm. I suppose the only other thing to add, which was almost like the star of the whole <laughs> stream in the first place, was actually seeing some updated. Five minutes worth of various footage for Resident Evil 4 Remake, which looks absolutely insane. Like, if you loved the look of the Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remakes, um, 4 just kind of blows it all out of the water. It's just, it's those two, but just, just better. Like, you can tell they've taken what they've learned from making 2 a bit of 3, even though it was a bit of a, a cheap, quick turnaround in comparison to 2. But, thoughts aside, like, Resident Evil 4 looks phenomenal and I, I personally can't wait to get my hands on it but it, again it's one of those things where it's easy to get excited about if you're if you're a fan of the series but i appreciate scott for people that, that don't really care about it at all it could just feel like this little thing which a small group of people are humming about in the background but <laughs> that's about it but it looks fantastic and if you haven't checked out the gameplay for anyone listening then like please just go watch it even if you're not into horror like just check it out. Just see what you think visually and gameplay wise. I think it looks quite incredible. But yeah, Luke, I'd like, I'd be interested to see what uh, you have, what you think of it. Yeah, I mean, it just uh, looks amazing. Really, I think <laughs> you know, like as a as a huge fan of, 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 I mean, obviously, big fan of Resident Evil. Anyway, um, Resident Evil Four is just an amazing game, and it's actually, I think, if you're not into Resident Evil that much because of the horror. Four is a great game to play because four was the kind of start of well of a bad path actually for Resident Evil, but it was <laughs> the best version of this path, which is like a survival horror game, but that's kind of action led, um, and it just absolutely nails that. Um, so I'd yeah, if Scott, if you haven't played Resident Evil Four before, then then the remake will be a good place to start. Has the game been... That time. Is this the first time it's been remade in any way since the GameCube, dare, yes. dare I say? 
Uh, there's been various ports yeah. of it to to lots of different things, um, with some graphical updates here and there. Not not big things, yeah. you know, just just kind of general stuff. So, uh, yeah. So this is the first remake, actual yeah. proper, you know, ground up remake, if you want to call it that. Um, I do recall playing it at a friend's house on a GameCube, but I would have been fairly yeah. young when when that came out. Was was that yeah. about twenty years ago now? It was about yeah, two thousand four, was it? Yeah, t- yeah, yeah. yeah two thousand four, so, something like that. So yeah, Christ, yeah. It, it's it's been it's been some time. So um, yeah, it's it's. I'm not really that big on horror, maybe in the same way that 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 you guys are, which is why I've never really sort of clicked with the franchise like like other people have so maybe four will be kind of a good place to, to yeah. step in um as i said i do remember playing it. i couldn't tell you if i completed it and I, I can't really recall an awful lot about the story to be to be perfectly honest so it would be kind of like a, yeah, a fresh, that's good. fresh take for for me i think yeah that, that that's good uh, like i think I, what, like four is great because as i say it's kind of action-led and like there is survival horror obviously uh but it it much less of that compared to other Resident Evil games. Um, and it's also just so dumb. You know what I mean? Like, it's so <laughs> so fun with it as well. You probably yeah. saw that from the gameplay, which I think some people were worried about because they worried, like, you know, that there's been some changes to um, certain sections of the game, like one of the main areas that you came to, which actually starts the gameplay demo. That area in the old game was in daylight and so um they've changed that to nighttime and people worried kind of initially if that meant you know maybe they were tweaking the the tone of the game to make it more kind of horror led you know kind of horror atmospheric but it's it's like they haven't done that at all clearly from from the gameplay footage um but they are just trying to mix it up for people who haven't you know obviously played resident evil 4 way back when and and um enjoyed it to try and uh, give those people almost a fresh experience as well um so yeah it's i think it's a great game to start with it's it's super silly leon's just like kind of a dork in the game but (laughs) that's why it's fun um you know it's like the roundhouse kicks and all of that stuff there's a bit in the trailer with the cow where he sets that on fire um and uh yeah there's, there's just like loads of nonsense that happens in the game but it's great and uh, but the the remake just yeah it looks uh, it looks amazing like even if you're not a fan of Resident Evil I think like it shows how good the RE engine is that it looks visually super impressive you know um, looks really nice um, will be 60 FPS because you know that's what RE engine games are um, and uh, yeah just the redesign of characters and. You know, the enemies, they've even changed, like, enemy behavior a little bit. So they've got, you know, the Ganados have new moves now and stuff, and they can grab you and, you know, hold you to for other Ganados to kill you. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I was just kind of blown away by it, really, because um, I think Capcom have just nailed this art of taking, like, their old Resident Evil games and, like, remaking them. Like, they're just really good at it, so... Yeah. I know there's one thing which, in a funny way, got people raging online as part of the trailers, which is, uh, so in the original, there's a point relatively early on where there's a dog that's trapped in, like, a bear trap, and you can decide whether to rescue it or not. Uh, but in this one, uh, at least in a, at least the game kind of makes you believe it's the same section, but the, uh, 
the dog in the bear trap is already like dead. <laughs> yeah. So it's got yeah. a load of like pet the dog Twitter accounts on a <laughs> on high alert yeah, at that well, point. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's all looking very good fun. I think that's about it. I don't think there's much else to really, really say. Yeah. Um, did, they, uh, did you discuss the release dates, Fox? Uh, did they? Was was that that was kind of was that? Was it March? Is it March? I yeah, say March. it's the same same release date. So they'd already announced. Ah, uh, had they already announced that? Apologies. Yeah, yeah, they'd already announced it was twenty fourth of March, but it, they just confirmed it again Fair in enough. the uh, yeah in the, in the trailer. Yeah, and coming to uh, coming to. The series consoles, PS5, PC, and then also PlayStation 4, but not Xbox One. Oh, just for that, reference. That's weird. But I, I guess almost yeah. understandable in, in a way, I think, considering the, the likely console user base of, of the Xbox mm-hmm. One at this stage. So, um, yeah. Lovely. Um, so, I, I guess just, just before we move on to, to the next one, March. Early next year is looking pretty stacked right now. It's I think, ridiculous. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty heavy on big titles as well. Yeah. What, so what, what have we coming out? We got coming out over the next over the next few months, especially maybe in the horror genre as well. Obviously, Callisto Protocol they kind of doubled down on their December date after those rumors. Um, I mean, gold. Game's got gold, 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 gold now. As well. Yeah. 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 Gone, gold, um, yeah. Obviously, Dead Space in January, Resident Evil in in March. March. Um, I'm sure yeah. there's others. Obviously, we went through kind of a, a horror. Phase fairly recently, so I'm sure there's a, we might, a hell of a um, lot more. Might have Alan Wake two next year as well. That was announced for 23. Um, yeah. No specific date, but and that's going to be survival horror. So um, yeah, it's a great time. Great time <laughs> to be a survival horror fan. <laughs> Finally, it's, yeah, it's been too long. All these games just need to try and get out before uh, Tears of the Kingdom in in May. Really, you just want to. Yeah, try to make sure you world. give that some some space if you if you can. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Next year looks uh, ridiculous. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Definitely, definitely. Especially if, if things do hit. Obviously, uh, we've had a lot yeah. of delays, which contributes to it. So hopefully, we won't see any delays out of the year. But even with delays, I'm sure it's still going to be absolutely stacked um, across, across even all even platforms. outside even outside the horror genre as well. Like the amount of big profile games that have got moved from late this year to early next year. Like when you combine all of them mm. together, as you say, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think which ones we've got. Obviously, we we had obviously the big delays from from Xbox and Redfall and Starfield and oh, Motorsport yeah. and then Tears of the Kingdom and Spider Man Two and Hogwarts Legacy that dis- moved to February as well. Yeah, yeah. All the games um, that we just discussed. Um, Final Fantasy Sixteen. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth as as More well Rebirth as slated. Is, yeah. Um uh Suicide Squad and game games like that. So yeah, at the moment it's yeah, looking it's, a lot. it's looking absolutely stacked, which is good, you know. Uh ho- hopefully a lot of this, those games will hit and obviously hopefully they'll they'll all be good. So um And uh, hang on, hang on, and oh, uh Silk Song as well. Let's not forget. Yes, they oh, did say that's coming out in the that. next in the next yeah. twelve months. Yeah, we'll drop drop that one yeah. in for 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 Indy. For Indy. Uh, hopefully that <laughs> one doesn't. Uh, hopefully that that doesn't slip. So, uh, oh, actually, and just on the indie scene, um, before we move on to No Doubt Silent Hill next, Luke, um, I yeah. don't know if you noticed that the um, the Somerville Twitter account got pretty active this past week. I think it seemed, and they started posting yeah. a lot a lot of. Um, stuff from from the game i don't know if it was screenshots or just concept art or something um i think it was screenshots um but it was mm. good to see that 
active because they did originally say that game was coming this year. I suspect it's been yeah, yeah. pushed. It must to, have to been shifted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's good to see them active. Hopefully, that means we're going to hear something on on that pretty pretty soon. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it must have must have been delayed. Surely, uh, I mean, maybe not. But we, I mean, what, they just what, said, yeah, it's coming this year, and then then they never they never you know said when, and now it's kind of you know it's nearly November, so I doubt I doubt we're going to get released, you know, for the next two months, let's say. Yeah. So it must be in the in the early next year time frame maybe first quarter which is absolutely fine i mean that's well maybe not for the game oh well no it's on game pass so they'll be fine but um yeah i'm just glad that they're showing more because i really want that game so yeah i'm really really looking, really looking forward to it i actually jumped into inside again recently um nice just for like i think just to jump in for some achievements believe believe that or not not that I'm that that kind of guy but um yeah, I jumped into that and it just got me really excited for Somerville. And then obviously I saw them tweeting again, which was uh, which which was cool to see. So, um, yeah. but yeah, look, this week we or this past week we also had. Um, I think the what I think you're probably more excited for this than you were anything Resident Evil related. I think it's I think it's fair to say. But we also mm. had the Silent Hill transmission this the, this yeah. past week, and there wasn't a pachinko machine in sight. No, nope, not, can, not a single one. Not a single one. A few, a few uh, skateboards, a few figurines at, at some points. Yeah, there was some merch. The they did show some merch. Some merch, so. but that's fine. That's fine. And um, yeah, I like. I, I mean, it's a scathing indictment of how little faith people have in Konami. That like, you know, they said here's, you know, we're doing a Silent Hill event this kind of dead series for like 10 years that everybody, like not everybody, but lots of people have been clamoring for. And everybody was kind of like, oh yeah, but you're not going to, you know, you're not going to show anything. Like it's just going to be some bullshit, <laughs> you know? Um, and then like, they were like, no, basically he is like everything that we're working on for Silent Hill. I mean, maybe, I think there's maybe some more stuff beyond this, but like he is a, a batch of stuff. So yeah, like as a Silent Hill fan, um oh man i've been waiting i like waiting for this for a long time and there's been the thing is as well like there's been so many rumors over the last year and a half um like i remember the rumors being around during covid like the start of covid back in 2020 so it's and like everybody with every passing event was like look these these this these rumors have to be incorrect like because why aren't they revealing this stuff yeah. like they're not showing anything and and you know the kind of rumors morphed around what was being made and who was making it and what the projects were um and then yeah we finally actually get the the transmission and you know as a sound hill fan i thought it was brilliant yeah. i thought like they did a amazing job they showed off was it four games and a and a movie or three games in a movie. Or yes. Four games in the movie. Uh, four, wasn't it? Yeah, four yeah. Games. They, they, yeah, they, they four showed, games, off, yeah. showed off a lot. So, um, what, yeah. what, which of the announcements got got you most excited? Then, mate. Um, it's you know what. Funnily enough, it's um, I, I kind of like like I liked all of them. Um, which is a bit of a cop out answer, <laughs> but I think going into it, like the one of the main rumors was about Bluebird making a remake of silent hill 2 and like for me like i'm 
just think Bluebird shit. Like, I don't <laughs> like it's no offense to Bluebird. I know, but even though it is offensive. But like, I don't think they've ever made like a really great game. Some of their games are okay. Um I so I was really skeptical of that project because like Silent Hill 2 is like probably the best horror game ever made in my opinion and it's almost perfect like you don't really have to do anything with it um at least in terms of writing or um any element of the story like that's kind of it, it it's it's almost like untouchable you can't touch that um and really bloober's biggest weakness is actually their writing Right, because like some of their writing is just terrible, like it's just really bad. So I was kind of going into it. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know because I don't really like Bloober. I don't think they're that great. But then I was like, but they, you know, they surely won't rewrite any of this. And if they did, surely Konami would have, you know, some kind of oversight on it. And luckily, kind of the the way that the project is um, seems to be kind of the best of both worlds because, you know. Um, Mashihiro Ito is involved and Akira Yamaoka are involved, two of the original um, uh, kind of artists and uh, composers from Silent Hill 2. And then they have other members in Konami as well, uh, who were part of Team Silent way back when, uh, who were working on it. And then Bluebird are kind of obviously doing the heavy lifting of development. But actually, they're doing the heavy lifting in areas that I think Bluebird are really good at. So, like visual, you know, visual design um, alongside. Ito, obviously, in terms of creatures, etc., um, and all all of that sort of stuff. Um, so, th- like that that trailer, I thought was amazing. Like, I really like, and there's like, a, like generally, the reception to that trailer has been really positive. Obviously, there are many Silent Hill fans that are really picky about Silent Hill, especially two. So, like, some bits, you know, people are like, oh, it's you know, they they kind of messed that bit up or they've done that. But you get that in any remake where you've had a big amount of time between the games or such that, you know, you kind of, your memory's filling, doing so much work for the original game that you almost forget what the game looks like, if you know yeah. what I mean. And and obviously it's not the same game. Like Silent Hill 2 was a, you know, Resident Evil style um, kind of fixed camera angle uh, survival horror. And much like the RE2 remake, you know, this game is a complete remake. It's over the shoulder, third person now. So... Um, but yeah, I just, I just thought it was great. Like visually, I thought it looked incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, you know, it's running, it's that trailer is running at 60 FPS. It's real time. Um, and if anybody's seen the, uh, the PC specs on Silent Hill 2, now the remake, they are some super demanding (laughs) PC specs, like the recommended is recommended for 1080p 60 fps and if you actually look at them like they're they're really high so um it's using ue5 and lumen and nanite so it's really the it might well be the first big ue5 game that we get because if they're releasing pc specs at this point they can't be too far away from release yeah that's a good point actually because i thought this would be a little bit further out but i believe there was an interview with bluebird that maybe just came out over the weekend look i don't know if you saw it but they discussed the project a little bit and they talked about how it was being fully funded by konami um but i think they also mentioned that it'd been in development at this point for three years already um so it can't be too far away maybe say yeah possibly next year maybe just add to to the the humongous 
uh, backlog that will end up being 2023. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I thought that looked, that looked, uh, I'm really excited for it. I'm still skeptical because it's Bluebird, but I will give them, you know, I'll give them a chance here because I, I guess they've got kind of that reigning of, you know, original team members yeah. to actually guide them through this. So, you know, they're focusing on the technical stuff um, and the combat, etc. And Bluebird don't usually do combat at all, but I think they they could do this quite well. So, so yeah, that looked great. Um, and then the other projects, I think it was uh, Silent Hill Townfall. Yeah. I think was one of the others, which was the Annapurna one, which um, that looked really great. Um, and that obviously they didn't show much. It was kind of all a bit, um, you know, cryptic in terms of what that is, but the developer is no code. And the last game that they made was observation. If anybody played that when it, I think it came to game pass, uh, which was a horror game, which is a really, really great horror game. And they have really great writers. So I'm quite excited for that. I don't know. We don't know what type of game Townfall is. Um, but uh, the trailer kind of was sufficiently creepy, like it was a weird trailer, so I really like that. Um, and then there was um, Silent Hill, what was the other one? Was, was it Ascension? Ascension? Yeah, I think Ascension yeah. was the other one. Although so that's, that's the... the one I've got the least amount of, I know they didn't announce an awful lot about um, the other two, yeah. the other two, but that was the one, I don't quite know what, what that one exactly is. Is it just another sort of game in the in the franchise or is it a sort of a, a remake or anything of any any previous game is it something brand new it's 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 actually so they didn't describe it really that well uh on the on the live stream but the concept of it is actually really really cool and like i'm really oh, interested is this to the, see how like it works. the multiplayer type one look yeah but it's it's kind of not even not, that yeah, so when they described it like it actually yeah 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 when they described it i thought they might be talking about like an until dawn type game but it's not that at all so essentially it's it's um it's a cloud game and it, it's going to be streamed apparently once right oh, wow so okay. they're going to do this one time and it's a choose, like a choose your own adventure. So I guess I, it sounds like it will have kind of like a, um, until dawn type elements, but I'm not sure how much interactivity there is in terms of actual gameplay. Um, and then the 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 chat stream will choose collectively the branching path to create like a canon story by the end of it. So that's that's what it'll be. It'll be like a one time stream cloud game game quote-unquote and choose your own adventure except you're choosing alongside the, the you know the chat basically it's kind of like a twitch thing almost in a way uh and that will create this story that you'll be able to enjoy and then at the end of it you'll have a canonical silent hill story um so i thought i'd like that's really cool like that's something that's really interesting i you know i think even people who aren't into silent hill would probably find that quite interesting as a concept yeah um so i'm interested like it'd be cool to see how it works you know and what what it um what happens you know what happens at the end of it yeah i think just based on that i think it just sounds like um something very unique and with it being yeah kind of yeah. a one-time thing i think that'll attract a lot of people because a lot of people want to be 
a part of that experience. Um, yeah. And something that they probably, a lot of people probably haven't actually been, been part of before. So yeah, that, that sounds really interesting actually. Um, be cool, cool to, to see a little, little bit more of that. Um, I remember hearing someone say something like, um, Oh, one versus one hundred got weird, or something like that, and they must have been referring <laughs> to, to to this. I didn't quite get it at the time, but that, that yeah, makes, yeah, that, 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 that makes, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, um, and then I guess the the next the next big project that that I think they they announced was um, F Sand Hill F. Yeah, uh, with very little yeah. information given. Yeah, this was this was a really interesting one because again. The the rumors, the rumors had always pointed to you know, and, and VGC and such had, had commented on on what they thought was going to be there months ago, or like what they thought was in the works for Silent Hill. So the rumors were always you know a Silent Hill two remake by Bloober, um, a, a, an indie sensed game which by Annapurna, which was both of which were true. Um, and then there was always a um. Uh, a discussion about uh, a kind of a new mainline Silent Hill um, developed by a Japanese developer that nobody seemed to be able to identify um, that would be a new kind of a bit of a new direction for the franchise in terms of setting, etc. cetera. Uh, and and it's, it seems like that's this game, uh, even though they didn't, you know, show much of it beyond the the CG trailer. Yeah, it's interesting um, that you mentioned that. Look about the change of direction. I did see someone on um, Twitter talk about the um, the relevance of the F, and particularly not just it being F, but it being the musical yeah. F, and how that yeah, denotes on a on a sheet of music a, a, a shift in the music is the only way I can really yeah. describe it. Obviously I'm not, not a musician by, by any, uh, by any stretch of the uh, imagination, but um, I, th- I thought, I thought that that was interesting, but this was also the one that I think of people talking about the potential of um, Kojima productions being involved when this, when the rumors yeah. of a Japanese developer being involved in, in yeah. Sand Hill came about, everyone instantly went to, to Kojima. Um, did they actually announce who the developer would, would be during the show? Uh, yeah, they actually, they did. Yeah. Which was the, when I was sat there, I was kind of like, um, oh, okay. Like, that's a really interesting choice. Um, so I don't know. So, like, I should just dial it back. We we don't know if there's potentially another project. Because essentially, before any of this happened, before the event, there was an, a concept art leak of a Silent Hill game in development, which was codenamed um, Sakura, um, which has some similarities to what they revealed in Silent Hill, Hill F. But Sakura took place in the modern day, um, and it had this kind of weird, like, concept art with like halls full of post-it notes, and you know, um, it was in all the concept art was um, scribed in Japanese, and um, the only main similarity it had to what they revealed was the concept art had a monster in it which was made up entirely of cherry blossoms, which obviously, if you've watched the trailer, you know, kind of fits in the aesthetic there, but. The the developer for this game is actually Neobards Entertainment, which is a strange, strange um, choice because Neobards, um, first of all, they're not a Japanese developer, although they do have a lot of Japanese developers. Uh, they're actually Taiwanese, um, and uh, I think they're famous for making like in terms of things they've made themselves. They made um, 
some Resident Evil multiplayer games and stuff, okay. and they've been a support <laughs> studio for different developers um, as well. So this is their, like, first big game, essentially. Quite the franchise um, so, for your first big big game. Yeah, like a, like a, like a really big thing to do, I guess. Um, so that's interesting. And I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. Um, some people like who I do kind of implicitly trust about this stuff, um, in terms of like being in, you know, like Dusk Olam on Twitter, for example, who yeah. people might know, uh, obviously knows his stuff and is very in the know. He, he was quite high on them. So he said they're actually a really talented studio and they're like, this is their first big project. So, um, you know, we need to see what the game looks like, but, uh, in terms of like aesthetic and stuff, like it looks super cool, I think this, and it is completely different to what anyone expected, you know, being set in, uh, 60s Japan, for example, like, you know, the, the art style is different. The themes are a bit different. Obviously, I don't know how that fits into Silent Hill, you know, in terms of Silent Hill being a place, et cetera, but we'll to go there. Um, and I think the big like the thing that got people quite excited was the writer so it's um ryukishi 07 who is the writer who is a, a japanese writer who's written a load of um visual novels effectively he's done uh when they cry and a couple of others um higarashi i think as well was another one um but he's like a, a really good writer like he's really good at character development at weirdness and all the things that kind of matter to silent hill almost you know those kind of stories so um so it, it was like just all round like that game announcement was really strange because it like none of us nobody expected the developers to be who they were or the writers to be who they were like you know i never i knew kojima was never gonna like he was never gonna be a kojima yeah um but i think maybe some people expected maybe bandai namco would help with it or um or Konami would just do it all themselves in-house, and they're not. They're kind of blending it between themselves and and um, Neobard. So who knows what it would be like, but it looked cool. I really like the trailer. It looked creepy. Uh, if you don't like things with holes, then that trailer is uh, <laughs> triggering, very triggering. Not for me, because I'm fine with that, but for some people, they had to like shut it off after, like, 40 seconds because they were like nope so yeah it's interesting um but all in all i think they did, did a great job and uh, i'm just really excited for silent hill games now bring back metal gear solid and castlevania that's yeah. all they need to do <laughs> it seems like konami are maybe kind of going uh dare i say kind of like the kind of like star wars disney kind of route where rather yes. than developing the, yeah. the games themselves they've obviously got this massive catalog of really popular ips and they're open to working with other developers that are are happy to, to to take it on. And obviously, with franchises like those that you mentioned, I'm sure there won't be uh, any. Uh, I'm sure there'll be many takers for for those for those types of games. So, mm. one one question Absolutely. for you though, Luke: Why Silent Hill two rather than one? Um, because um, Silent Hill two is a bit like Resident Evil two as to one. So okay. they take place in the same world, obviously, and they are canonically connected. Um, but you don't need to have played one to play two, like at all. In right. the same way, you don't really need to have played Resident Evil 1 to play two. Um, apart from, obviously, there's some hangover in terms of certain characters or references, etc., uh, and uh, the first Silent Hill game is a really good game, much like the first Resident Evil game is a really good game. Um, but again, much like Resident Evil 2, Silent Hill 2 is like the best in the series. 
if that makes sense. So um, that's why they did two, um, because it's the one that everybody really latches onto in terms of greatness, you know. So, um, yeah, that'll be why. Cool. So I I think overall pretty pleased, almost pleasantly surprised, dare I say, because I know you you and a lot of people had a lot of hesitation going into it. Um, So pretty pleased overall and excited for the future of Silent Hill. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't think we'd be saying that, to be perfectly honest, uh, anytime soon. So, uh, Pox, I know obviously you were more excited for for Resident Evil, um, or that was the one that that you maybe enjoyed the most, but how how did you find the the Silent Hill announcements? Has it got you excited for for that franchise again? More intrigued than excited, if that makes sense. I'm um, I'm not not a big fan because I've never really engaged in the games much before, so... I've nothing against them. It's just solely the fact that I've not played much of them. But I think it was, as you, you were just talking about, uh, Silent Hill F, was it? When you kind of saw the weird, um, the, what, the old school kind of Japanese girl in the old school get up and all the flowers kind of growing out of her on a raft, whatever it was. That that kind of looked intriguing and interesting. And I think Luke's just kind of described all of what that's about, which sounds even more batshit crazy, but <laughs> equally, equally, uh, it's very intriguing because I don't think much, anything like that's been done before. So it's one of those many things where is it going to be a massive false promise or would it actually be pulled off? You know, who knows? But yeah, whether or not I'm excited, yeah, more intrigued than excited, I guess, is more accurate for me. Yeah, that's, that's it for me personally, the, the one that stands out the most after hearing uh, Luke kindly uh, sort of explain everything was definitely the Ascension game. I think that that could be something that's really, really cool. Something completely, completely unique. Um, so yeah, look, looking forward to hearing a little, little bit more uh, about them. But um, obviously, those are future games. We do have, um, dare I say, a, a fairly big game coming out later this year. It's just, just, just a little game called uh, God of War. <laughs> we did see a lot of media previews drop i think we'll maybe round up the show show with this um and look i know you're super excited for for, for this game um Pux, are, are you are you going to be picking up god of war ragnarok oh 100 yeah, i loved so. the first game it was my game of 2018 fantastic cool. so I, I assume you've had the opportunity to to read some of the the previews that came out this this past week yeah i've kind of intentionally ignored a lot of them. Um, but yeah. I've seen obviously some of the snippets and whatever else. And I think the one thing I found the most amusing when it came to talks about the development was them saying that they've taken so long to put together Ragnarok that, you know, the young boy in real life who plays Atreus has uh, obviously hit this, hit puberty and uh, his voice has dropped. And that almost in a way seemed like it inadvertently helped the character development in the game in a way, which I found quite funny. But um, yeah. yeah, that's kind of more of what i've read about as well as obviously i've seen i've seen the images i've seen very few snippets but i've as i say i've kind of intentionally tried to ignore stuff which is quite rare for me usually but uh yeah i've I've actually heard a lot of people say similar things pox because i kind of think it's one of those games where i don't think you need to hear or read or watch previews of the game I, i think it's a game that is 
most certainly going to be an unbelievable game for people who are fans of those games or that or that franchise. I, I don't, I don't think uh, you necessarily need to hear what the media have got to say. Maybe other games, you know, where maybe you're a little dubious or a little hesitant. Uh, you know, these these sorts of things help. But um, I think for a lot of people, they don't need, they didn't need this. And on top of that, I think uh, maybe like self, they don't they don't want anything spoiled. I know there's some of that I was chatting about this week. Um, I was sharing the the links of the previews going going out because I know he's super excited for the game. And he's just like, nope, don't want to read it, don't share because he doesn't care because he knows he's going to love it, um, and he doesn't want even a single thing spoiled. He's actually even stayed completely clear of all the trailers, uh, even the most recent excellent trailer that that they released. That sounds like a challenge that, to do yeah, as well. He, in today's he's world. that excited. He's that excited for it. So, um, yeah, I was the, saying the one the one thing I have done, sorry, is because uh, I'll be playing it on PS4. I don't have a PS5 at the moment. I've decided to wait until some point next year to pick up a ps5 as they're coming more in stock um especially with the rumors that they might be bringing out an updated model at some point next year so i thought well let's just see what happens so i'll be happy to wait but in the interim what i have done i'm still waiting for it to arrive is uh i've treated myself to an ssd so i'm going to upgrade my ps4 from a hard disk to a just to an ssd i know it's a very minor improvement but i thought well if i if it's a cheap thing i can do now then i might as well in comparison right so so you're still going to play it on on PS4, Puck? So are you going to hold off until you get a PS5? No, no, I won't be able to hold off. No, yeah. I, I'll, I'll definitely be jumping in. Although I, I suppose the one thing, I know you're just going to talk to Luke, sorry, but I think the one thing I did find interesting, which I did read, was that um, people were saying that it's not like um, blowing people's mind next-gen visuals or things like that. And again, I think a lot of that comes down to the fact that this thing is fully playable with PS4 as well. And a lot of people are more kind of saying that you know, the PS5 version is just the the better version to play, but arguably it's not much different. It's yeah, what I've generally had. I really don't really don't get that that argument personally. Um because uh, and Luke, you obviously mentioned Horizon being sort of one of the best yeah. games you've played. That's a cross gen game. I think the trailer that they released um just a little bit earlier this year looked unbelievable. Um yeah. I really don't get that I really don't get that argument, but I have seen yeah. similar similar things, Pucks. Yes, not. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah I was, uh, no, I was only going to say, like, I saw one or two people on Twitter say that, um, uh, who, who have played the game, obviously. Um, but then I saw, like, quotes from other people who were like, I think Easy Allies, for example, said that it, they thought it was the best looking game this year, um, yeah. which is high praise, you know, obviously, in and amongst everything that's come out. And um, I think someone from VGC said, like, <laughs> exaggerating it slightly but he was basically like you need to play this on a, a ps5 and an oled because it's like playing playstation 6 so <laughs> um you know like i don't really I, I find that argument like i i don't know if the ones i've mentioned are exaggerating what they're saying or uh the ones that uh, the other ones that i've seen are kind of grossly understating um you know what the game looks like but as scott said like you only have to look at the trailer they released and i've yeah. only watched that trailer once at the time because i'm not going back again because i'm like i need to forget as much as possible <laughs> from that trailer that trailer was like one of the best looking things that there's been like this this gen and i know it's a cross-gen game but like it it was so I, yeah i don't know like i don't know <laughs> i don't know um who to who to believe although i, I think i trust easy allies more than some people on twitter so um yeah, yeah like they they were they were pretty blown away by it 
visually at least i mean in every other way as well but visually they that's something they mentioned yeah did did you uh check out many of the previews yourself there look i know you're kind of a little bit on a on uh media blackout for for the game but did yeah. you take an opportunity to read many of them or did you just try to find summaries or and snippets yeah. just to kind of keep it brief i just yeah i just i just try and keep it in snippets basically helpfully um the uh reset era thread on the previews had people you know doing doing the lord's work and actually just literally taking snippets out of previews as like yeah. a kind of summary thing so um that was really helpful uh watch the easy allies on which is no spoilers at all um and it, it couldn't be that spoilery anyway because it's only the first five hours of the game but nowhere has actually spoiled what happens in those first five hours which is great um so um yeah i've, I've tried to remain on a as much of a blackout i mean i muted like all the words god of war etc like two months ago like oh, okay, on yeah, twitter that, that's like so that's how much it, yeah like i'm like i just don't want to see anything about this in terms of that could spoil it because like the story of this game is so important in terms of if you've played the first game um you know the the story is one of the primary driving things of playing this game it's not like old god of wars right where you know the story was fun but it wasn't the thing that drove you to play god of war it was kind of the combat now that's kind yeah. of um they're kind of half and half now because the combat's amazing but the story is so important to to the game um so yeah i just saw snippets um but like pretty much ev well all of them that i saw um some of them were just overwhelmingly positive about it in terms of you know um thinking that it's already better than the first game which you know for five hours is a bold claim but you know people believe it and they've played it so uh, others were saying you know it's like it, what you'd expect from a sequel like i mean obviously they were really positive about it but they were saying look it's god of war 2018 it's bigger you know exactly the things we described for requiem you know bigger better uh, more bombastic and um I think someone said like the first hour for them had like more big moments, more kind of epic stuff than most games usually get in like 15 hours. Um, and it kind of doesn't surprise me because I guess if you look at the trailers, especially like there just seems to be like so much going on all the time, like so many big set pieces and boss battles and, you know, story moments and yeah. It just, man, I just really, I can't believe we're only a couple of weeks away. I'm so excited. Yeah, not 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 too far away. And I would like to echo your comments on on Easy Allies, and uh, I know Indy said that Easy Allies rock in, in chat as well. But their coverage of games just in general is is excellent. Yeah, I don't think you'll amazing. find a sort of yeah. fairer, more balanced, more passionate no. group group of people on on the internet. To to be perfectly honest, so uh, uh, can I add something else to the conversation yeah, yeah. as well? Actually, because uh, one thing I did find interesting, which I had read about, was um, regarding the various. Um, video modes available, and again, given the recent yeah. controversies around <laughs> Gotham Knights, um, everyone's gone around and said, "Well, like again, media outlets have kind of gone, oh, is this like a subtle dig?'" And it's just like, no, I think they're just, you know, revealing the info. But you know, there's four different um, performance modes in God of War, at least yeah. on PS5, I should say. Obviously, PS4 is restricted to 30, um, much like the first game. But yeah, PS5 has, you know, obviously got its raw performance mode. 60 fps 1080 or whatever then you've got your nice super duper fancy at 4k 
30 or 4K 40 actually. I think that's another option. 4K 40 is one. And you've also and you've got like the hardcore performance mode, which is 120 frames. Yeah. Um and it's just like it's just crazy. <laughs> Again, when you're comparing it to what other devs are saying about what they can and can't do on the hardware, and you've got Santa Monica coming out and saying, Oh no, our game's graphically intensive, but you can still do all that shit. It's <laughs> Yeah. It made, it made me yeah. laugh when I read about when I read it. Yeah, it's been a big part of the discussion the past week, and I think I tweeted the time box was like more of this, please, because yeah, I think you know if you don't mind thirty FPS, that's fine. But I just think having the option, uh, especially now that we're kind of used to sixty FPS, I think uh, yeah, having that option these days and having those four different options is is excellent. And to be fair, I think Sony's first party studios have been um, really good. Um, at given options recently, I think it kind yeah. of really started with Spider Man, didn't it? When Spider Man introduced the like the performance ray tracing mode, yeah. and they started yeah. utilizing forty FPS, which is becoming a little bit more common when you're on a hundred and twenty hertz display. Um, so it, yeah, it, it's good to see. I hope I kind of hope more developers sort of embrace that 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 type of thing. Um, I I don't want to just because I like the game, I don't want to give a play tale a pass, but. I also think you maybe have to look at like the resources available to certain developers. I think obviously God of War will have um, quite a big budget, uh, probably a bigger budget than than a Plague Tale. But something I don't know. I kind of think oh, with Gotham Knights and the studio behind it and the IP, kind of I would expect maybe a bit more where I could maybe give a Sobo a bit more of a pass than um, oh, who's the developer on Gotham Knights? Uh- to be Montreal. Yeah, Montreal. Yeah, uh, maybe I can give them a bit more of a pass than than Montreal, but um, yeah, it's 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 great to see. Uh, mm. And uh, yeah, I said at the time more more of more of that, please. Yeah, and I think the thing is as well that like with Requiem in particular, you can kind of be like, okay, we should have a sixty FPS mode, but if for some reason that's because of budgetary you know, constraints or or maybe even some technical constraints, like we don't exactly know. But if it is due to one of those things, particularly the latter, then you can kind of be like, okay, I I can I can visually see why that might be the case because it's yeah. pushing visuals so far that you're like, okay, look, this probably is really demanding and maybe it is quite difficult to make a 60 FPS mode even for these consoles. Um I think, and, and the, you know, obviously God of War is a cross-gen game, but Santa Monica are like one of the best studios in the world and they have massive budgets. So obviously they can afford to put all these different yeah. modes in, um, even when the game is really pushing graphics like it is. But I think the problem with like Gotham Knights, and I don't want to shit on that game, but is that you can't look at the screen and go, well, I can see exactly why this is 30 FPS on console yeah. because it doesn't, it doesn't look as impressive as in either of the two games that have just been mentioned. Um, so yeah, I don't know why that is, but uh, yeah, I think I think on that is. on that point as well, like uh, a Plague Tale do still have the forty FPS mode if you've got um, yeah, exactly. a compatible yeah. display as well. So they do have some options, and you know we talked about how impressive kind of the the rat physics dare I say are in, yeah. in that game as well. Um, but not only that, when you look at kind of the performance analysis of Gotham Knights, we're not talking about locked. 30 we're no. talking about dips into the it's mid 20s on uh and it's a fast-paced game as well so you'll really especially um you've got kind of um like vehicle sections of that game you'll really feel that when it when it dips into 
the mid twenties mm. in in that game. So you know, it's it's not kind of apples for apples. And it's not an exact science. These sorts of things. Um, but yeah, I, I agree agree completely with with, with you. Luke. So, um, but I think it's it's fair to say that God of War is um, it's got people pr- pretty excited. And I think the vast majority of the media previews that came out were overwhelmingly positive um, from from everyone. And as you said, look, I think they said um, first five hours of the game. And did I read it was approximately 30 hours 40 30 to 40 hours to mainline the the game this time around yeah i think it was like 25 to 30 for the to mainline it or uh maybe 35 to 40 to do everything so yeah yeah, there's a there's a there's a lot in there and um also you know i think just for context people were worried about that last trailer because and I was kind of the same about halfway through it. I was like, I, I, I need to turn my eyes away from this because it seemed like there's so much like going on that would have been a surprise in the game. I was like, I don't I don't want to see that. But then a lot of Santa Monica people came out and were like, don't worry, like this game is massive. There is a, a ton of stuff you haven't seen. Like this doesn't really spoil any of the even the biggest moments that trailer yeah. so and i imagine the first five hours are very similar you know it's it's obviously very bombastic i'm sure but it's um it's just a small portion of the of the game so uh yeah well i'm looking forward to it i think review i can't remember when the embargo lifts but i think it's pretty early it's november um, 3rd i think did i read yeah when, i think something like again? that yeah uh the 9th november 9th okay um so yeah, I'll just have a look now. Hey, we're Sonic um, Frontiers. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we it's know gonna, it's going to work out. It's definitely going to be Frontiers. Yeah. Um, God of War's got its work out for it. So. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So so it's November the third at five p.m. UK time. Yeah. Um, so what's that? So uh, ten ten days, no eleven days. Um, so it'll be yeah week yes. on week on Tuesday. Um, no, not a week on Tuesday. Um, yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's. I'm I'm really interested to see how. I mean, I'm sure it will do exceptionally well, you know. But the uh, question is always, will it? Will it? You know, hit the heights of the first game in terms of scores. And I think it's. I think it's got a good good chance. So, based on the previews, anyway question you've all, both maybe just to, to round out this this topic and, and maybe the show unless there's anything else that, that that you want to say on it um there's been a lot of discussion around uh whether ragnarok will beat elden ring and i know we don't uh. dis- discuss reviews too much in terms of scores on, on on this show but obviously elden ring is i think by far and away kind of the the, the highest reviewed game of the year so far particularly in the triple a space at least um do you think god of war will will rival elden ring in terms of what I think would win Game of the Year, you mean? I mean, just, just, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's all subjective, but uh, I guess just in terms of how it's going to be perceived by by the media pucks in terms of its mm. its review scores. I think Elden Ring. What was that like? Ninety four or something? Ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah, it was yeah, it was stupidly yeah. stupidly high. Uh, do you think God of War can can rival that from from a, a media perspective? In my mind, I'm thinking because it's a sequel. I'm wondering, maybe not. I think it'll be high, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I feel like it'll be a tad below because I feel like there's going to be a number of things that are going to be critiqued on because you're basing it on another game. Yeah, like you're I mean, basing it on a, you're basing it on a on a obviously the previous one, whereas Elden Ring was kind of a different type of Dark Souls like, if you get what I mean. It wasn't well, that yeah. whole open world aesthetic and things like that. It was a kind of a brand new thing, even though it was 
the same type of game, but it was so different in terms of how it played, arguably. Uh, I know that's not very clear, because as I'm saying, that I appreciate, you know, well, it's Dark Souls is Dark Souls, no matter what kind of environment you throw it in. But it was something about Elden Ring that was obviously different with the open world aspect, which made it feel like it was something completely different. Whereas this game is just a sequel of the same thing, which is, at least that's my understanding of these previews. As great as the comments have been, uh, and I've not seen the videos, but people are saying it's basically more of the same, which is fantastic. But because of the fact it's more of the same, does that mean it will be better than something that was arguably quite new and absolutely blew everything out of the water? Yeah. Don't, I don't think so, personally. But I think it'd be yeah. close. I mean, if it helps, um, Elden Ring's currently sitting at 95 on Open Critic, and the original God of War, or 2018 God of War, sorry, is 94. So oh, it's, okay. it's pretty tight between between them, and it yeah. uh, it does seem like this is going to be bigger and better in in a lot of ways as well. So, yeah, th- I think it's quite hard to tell because, um, like, I get I get the comment about sequels, you know, and they kind of have to work in some ways a bit harder than something brand new to the scene because, as you say, like there's. There's overhang from the first game in terms of mechanics, and obviously this will have new mechanics, etc. But like it's it is a continuation of 2018, so it's gonna feel quite similar, you know, in many respects. Um, but then again, you know, you had um, if you can, it basically I think the holy grail for developing a sequel is if you can have an Uncharted one to Uncharted two moment then you've basically done everything right because you know uncharted 2 was kind of more of the same of uncharted 1 except much bigger more expansive better story and that you know i think sits at 96 on metacritic compared to the first game which you know wasn't anywhere near that and is widely regarded as you know one of the best action adventure games ever made um so um like there's no reason that ragnarok can't do that i mean obviously it can't do that to such an extent like uncharted 2 did because the first god of birds in 2018 was already deemed you know a masterpiece essentially um but can it challenge elden ring well yeah i mean i think it can i mean if it scores similarly to the first game which i think is a good possibility then uh it you know at least in terms of scores it'll be there or thereabouts. Don't forget, God of War uh, 2018 beat out Red Dead Redemption 2, um, yeah. which uh, scored higher than it overall, kind of if you take uh, aggregation scores in, into account. Um, and I think the the thing that Ragnarok will have going for it in terms of the like Game of the Year stuff is, is kind of the recency bias. Because yeah. if it's an amazing game for people... And then they go into their voting, you know, they, they won't, Elden Ring came out way back towards the start of the year. So even though they'll be like, oh, that was an incredible experience. I think in a lot of people's minds, it might be like, well, yeah, but God of War, wow. You know, Ragnarok was amazing because it's it's simply the most recent game, that they, yeah. <laughs> you know, the most recent masterpiece that they've played. So uh, it may get some advantage just from that alone. Um, but yeah, let's see. I mean, if it does win, then we know that, you know, Jeff's paid by Sony or whatever. So, um, <laughs> well, he always is anyway. So, what's what's another payday uh, for God of War Ragnarok? Exactly. Twin. But there will be people that have meltdowns on Twitter if Ragnarok is first of all amazing, and secondly, if it does win Game of the Year over Elden Ring. So, uh, let's you know, let's wait and see. Um, but it definitely has a chance of doing that. Yeah, it, I think it's the only game actually that has a chance of beating Elden Ring. Yeah, 
I yeah, think, I, think that, I think that's fair. Yeah, um, and it's it's funny you say the the whole Jeff thing. It's it's funny because it's because tr- it's true that people will will yeah. have will have that meltdown, <laughs> uh, which is a shame, really, because like we should be celebrating. You know, whether you like the game or play the game yeah. or not, we should be celebrating the fact that such a good bloody game has seemingly come out. You know, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I look forward to look forward to that conversation. Um, uh, the one that I can't wait for, Luke, is um, the accusations that Jeff has um, filled with the dates to make sure that God of War is eligible for the conversation in the first place. Oh, yeah. uh, that that yeah, that's the that, that's the first one because obviously Forza missed out because of dates apparently. Um, yes, not it because is. Of, not because of anything else. So. Oh, no. Hey. Yeah. So we'll get. Yeah, we'll have that first. We'll have that debacle, <laughs> and then people will get over the fact that it's nominated by self-rationalizing that it won't win, and then if it does win, their whole world will crumble around them as they scream at their TV that <laughs> Jeff has been paid by Sony. Um, so I just, I really want like next year. I really hope like Starfield wins or yeah. something game of the year, because if it does, then what, what are those people actually going to do at that point? Is you, like, you know what it will be? The narrative will then be, he did that to throw people off the scent. He did it. Ah, so yes. That, yes. that, that, that'll be it because the, he knows that, that the, the, the Xbox, uh, the Xbox are onto him. So he wants to throw them off the yeah. scent by uh, throwing throwing either, a ball on Xbox ways. Either that or Star, or they'll say that Starfield is just so objectively good that he he couldn't like in good conscience <laughs> take any money from Sony. Yeah. Like it was, it's just such a great game. I really hope it does win actually, but um, yeah, oh, I, that'll be interesting in a Yeah, itself. I mean, I've. I know we just kind of had that sequel discussion, but like I, I can't look past Tears of the Kingdom in the moment for for next year. Oh yeah, true. Um, true. To, to yeah. be honest, um, but <sighs> yeah. yeah, it's a testament of the quality of the games that are currently lined up for that year. You know, but uh, yeah, it's, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll it'll be fun. Well, hopefully yeah. it'll be fun. So yeah. Oh, we've we've got the we've got the pawn bots in again, gents. They, they were a bit later this year. Oh, yeah. oh sorry, this week, but uh, the 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 back in back in so thanks for whoever's deleting it i think indy's onto them thank you very much indy i've just noticed them oh i should have left them in that's a good way to sign off the show people can (laughs) go and have some fun after the fun exactly exactly so if you want to go to um that url that that was in the chat (laughs) knock yourself out could be in for a good time yeah so um any anything else on on god of war before we before we finish up gents the only thing that I was thinking of that I found that I find quite refreshing is when you said earlier that the um, estimated play times are about 25, 30 for story or whatever it was, and then up to 40 ish mm. for 100% anything else. So like, for such a massive game as well, like, I do just love the fact that they are focusing on the story they want to tell and they're not just bombarding it with content for the sake of making people put, you know, 100 north of 100 odd hours into it. And because and I know this is an argument that's happened over and over again. It depends on the game for the type of person as well. But I know for me, like all different games that come out that need, you know, like 100 plus hours of gameplay, you know, I've got much less time. Uh, I've got more limited time now. So like, I can't be focusing on that one game for, for months on end and to barely get anywhere. So, yeah, I find it really refreshing that actually it's, it's a nice, decent, play, you know, play time. At least for me. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Lovely. Well, I think we'll um we'll we'll round up round up the show there, gents. Um, I'm going to try to do 
uh, an outroll in, in OBS. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So I, I apologize if I make a complete, a complete arse of it. But thank you both very much for, for joining. Um, as I said at the beginning of the show, we um, we did switch over to OBS. And I think it's actually gone... You know, with without any real hiccups, yeah. I think I think it's gone okay, which which is I good. I think it's gone Again, great. Yeah, thanks to Indy for for all the help this 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 week. Um, it's been really really kind of Indy just to to help get things set up. Hopefully, we'll be able to um, make some improvements, like get video back in, and maybe have some you know improved improved graphics um, for for next week but we'll 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 see um but yeah i just want to thank everyone in the chat who's who's dropped by um we had a a few other people uh, sorry stubs i didn't give you a shout mate but stubs did drop by as well appreciate you you coming by mate um but i guess with without uh and anything else to to say pucks luke Thank you all very much for, for joining. Um, hopefully, we'll be back next week. Just as a reminder, we're going to be doing Sunday evening 7.30 p.m. UK time uh, going forward. That'll kind of be our regular slot. And then what we'll do is we'll be using Sunday mornings and Thursday evenings as a backup if we have any sort of issues that, that prevent us from, from doing a, a Sunday for, for whatever reason. So look out for, for the link for, for next week's show when, when we get that up. Um, we will hopefully try to get some guests on as well that we uh, that we did have lined up for um, the past couple of months that we didn't quite um, manage to get on the show. We'll hopefully be able to get, get those guys on as well. But um, with that, I want to thank everybody for, for joining uh, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>